hey, another day, God has blessed you. <laughs> like those annoyingly nice Christians that yeah. we've all met that are yeah. like, I hate you. I don't know why I hate you, but I don't like you. Well, this is, I hate you because I'm, I'm jealous of your enlightenment. Yeah, like, you're just so happy. Yeah. You just ruined That's, everything it has to be with fake. your joy. <laughs> you're, fa- you're, you're faking you're, it. Yeah, your excessive happiness cannot be real. Yeah. I met people like that where I'm like, I don't believe you. No, you're sorry. Lying. You're selling it. It comes Are back you? to your whole thing about you're selling it too hard. <laughs> yep. What am I fucking missing here? this angle all right everybody welcome to another episode of the blue collar philosophers podcast this is your absolute favorite biker mike from mars and that is your other favorite mr bam mr butts the man himself we're gonna call you bam because i like it it's it's uh, it's a great nickname yes it's good should we tell people how you got that nickname Wait, there's no reason not to yeah uh back in the day we were uh doing stuff and hanging out and um you would always call the shots. You'd be like, not not call the shots like this is how it's going to be. You'd be like, this is how it's going to go down. Like, not saying it's going to, like, telling people how it's going to go down, but, like... Laying telling, out how it would unfold. Yes, that's right. How things are going to unfold inadvertently without any influence. And, yeah, you were like, this is how it's going to unfold. And we're like, are you sure? And it's like, oh, yeah, for certain. And so, sure, sure as shit. You you called it, and every single time, and it was like the great Bambino calling his shots, which apparently he never did. <laughs> didn't he? Well, he did, but he didn't. Like, he, he was stretching, apparently, <laughs> and people just assumed he was calling his shots. <laughs> Anyways. We've all heard that story. Yeah, we all have. It was pushed, because yep. it's a great story. It is. Well, simultaneously, you kind of called it how it was going to happen, and every time it did. So even people quitting the group that we were with, it was like, this guy's not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sixth sense. Yeah. My mommy actually used to get upset with me before she passed, because she would ask me her, my opinion. What do you think about this person? And for a while, for a long time, I would tell her, I think this or that. And yeah. often I was right. Yeah. In what I thought. And then she would be upset with me. So in the end, I was like, I will tell you, <laughs> but do you actually want to know? Do, do you want to know? No. Do you want to know what I think or not? I've had that a few times where somebody says something. I don't know. Uh, uh, one dude, he's like, oh yeah, bitches be like that. But the way he said that, said it was like, oh, you've got some anger in you. Yes. Like, you really don't like women. Like you might be married, but you've got, you've got a chip on your shoulder. That is coming from a negative place. Um, It wasn't like a, yeah, bitches be, be crazy. crazy. It was... They are. Yeah. <laughs> because they no can offense. be. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. Most, <laughs> once a month, I excuse all. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You can punch a baby. I, well, no. No. <laughs> well. There's lines. <laughs> and if, if it's a cryy baby. <laughs> Nap time. Nap time. <laughs> but yeah, and it's just one of those things of, but I'm not saying it with the, oh, I hate women. It's it's, it's a, yeah. Yeah, we're all a little crazy sometimes. I get it. You give a little grace and you think nothing of it. Where this person, you, you can just feel it. You're like, oh, you're something's wrong with you. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> and yeah, sure as shit. Like women's stuff went in his life the way that it did. I'm like, 
called it. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Some, sometimes you just got to see the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get blindsided. It happens. It just does. You can't you can't call it all the time. No. Nobody's right 100% of the time. No. And if they are, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a They're time. lying. They're bullshitting. Yes. They're both like, they're just not telling you about the times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's been uh, a couple days for me since recording with Devin. Did you get a chance to listen to the last one? I did not. Oh, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad because it won't influence any of our conversation here, mostly because we, we did some discussion on me being an asshole. Oh. And yeah, I'm an asshole. Well, that, that's fine. I've actually <laughs> been thinking about this. I'm, I'm okay with it and cool with it now because I'm like, hmm, you're calling me very necessary. I might be crude. Yep. <laughs> But you know you need me in your life. Yes. You need an asshole. Otherwise, yes. you just get plugged up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just get plugged up. Things don't go well for you. No. So, yeah, I was like just overthinking it today just because I had time. I'm driving from this place to that place or whatever, and I'm like, oh, just random thoughts. Hmm. <laughs> the things I think about. The things I think about. Yeah. So... um. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a bit. Yeah. It's been a bit. My brother came for a visit. Yes, that's right. How was his visit with you guys? It was great. He 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 came, he hung out, he did all of his stuff. It was... Yeah, he was doing some courses or whatever in Edmonton. Yep. Oh, I pulled it. Sorry, Edmonton triggered something and I'm just a little high. <laughs> Aren't we all? Okay. Aren't we all? <laughs> so, um, I... Hmm. How do I say this? He might listen, so I'm going to try and be as gracious as I can. I made a joke today at somebody's expense. <laughs> oh. I'm not saying he's a flat earther, but he's a flat earther. And um, and I was talking about, oh, yeah, I went I went to this place there the other week. I was like, oh, we're talking about donuts. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, hey, have you guys been to Crooked Creek? And this guy's like. Crooked Creek, where's that? I'm like, oh, it's just, you know, past uh, GP between uh, there and Valley View. It's a little place. You can get donuts. Good donuts. Really good. I like them. Uh, I, uh, since having better donuts recently, they're good. They're Like, they're still good. They're good, but they're not They're not great. great. No. <laughs> they're, just, they're like, they're great in the north because yeah. there's not a lot of competition. Horton's donuts they're, are shit. Yeah, Horton. <laughs> they are. They really are. Uh, just, you buy them because they're cheap and available. And, and that's what there is. No, nobody's like, oh, man, do you know I'm hankering? A Tim Hortons donut. Nobody no. says that. Nobody They're ever. like, oh, look, a donut. And then yeah. they're, we're like, oh, I have to buy donuts for a dozen people or six or whatever. If, I'm going to buy these ones. If Safeway had drive through service, oh. they would sell eat like nine times the donuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's just people go to Tim Hortons because they can go through the drive through or they can go into the store. Oh. It's very, very fast. Super quick. Yeah. yeah. And that's. That's the only thing that holds Safeway back. Yeah. So anyways, this guy's like, oh yeah, I haven't been past past uh, GP in a few years. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I actually haven't traveled much past Edmonton in my entire life. And I'm like, oh, no wonder you're a flat earther. Like you haven't been anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you've not traveled this, this world at all. You just, yep. Yep. I'm here. You're here, and it's no offense to him, but you gotta you gotta broaden your horizon. Like you, you you're not speaking from a place of an, uh, experience. You're no. speaking from a uh, very narrow lens. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> very very. Narrow. And I was, it, it was half a joke. It was a joke. While simultaneously, it, it might might not 
be a joke. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and he's very um, convinced that the world is flat and the world needs to know it. It's fun. The thing is, it's like those charismatic Christians or uh, vegans. Like, it's fine that you, that's your thing, but you don't need to make it the whole world's thing. And you don't need to push it on everybody. No. No. It, it's it's the fact that you need to push it so hard makes me believe it even less. Exactly. If I have to be sold something, I'm probably yeah. not into it. Yeah, like the vaccine thing when people are like, yeah, this is a vaccine. It's good. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And it's like, no, you have to take it. It's like, well, I was thinking about it before, but now I'm But now, why? Why do I have to? Why do I have to? It's like, <laughs> we'll give you $20. Oh. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> and a donut. And a donut. And you get to travel and see your friends. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. When we say so. <laughs> when we Not say so. Not on holidays. And it stops with you until yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so it was this really funny thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, you're selling it too much. You're trying way too. And they're like, oh, look over here. Look over. They're like trying to point things out to me that are going like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> look, the sun and the moon in the same sky at the same time. How do you explain that? It's a big planet. It's huge. Like, I'm pretty sure other places is out still. Yes. That's, I, and like, and I've been clear. I, I was on the flat earth train for a while, mm-hmm. but it's just not sound. There's just too many holes in flat earth. Yeah. I just don't think it's necessary for me. Oh, is it still doing that? Oh, it might be my phone. <laughs> Uh, it might be the cord too. I might just need a new cord. It happens. But the new mic is nice. It's it's you're very clear. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. So hopefully Devin gets convinced just by hearing this too. <laughs> Got to get microphone. Clearly he will. Yeah. Clearly he will. So anyways, flat earthers, I get it. The thing yes. is, I do get it. I I hear the arguments and I'm like, all right, you got a case. There's a, so much of it makes sense. Yeah. Actually, that's the thing. There's a lot of logic to it. And if you look back in history, the earth has been thought to be flat far, far longer than it's ever considered yeah. to be round. So uh, even going back in history and time, there's precedent to think that it's flat. Yeah. And if you live in the prairies, <laughs> you might genuinely. <laughs> you, might, you might be like, I, it's from what I see, yeah. I did see this great picture of a basketball up close with a light shining on it and then a camera like really like superimposed on it and it's like look (laughs) basketballs are flat because it looks flat (laughs) (laughs) and it's like ah it's so interesting that people find it so necessary to really really fight on it it really invokes a lot of emotion in people do you know what's even funner though than the people that it evokes like the the earth is flat is the rounders that that get triggered by it? That's as so much fun. Like the people who are like, "How could anybody be this stupid?" And they don't just like be like, "Hmm, that's dumb," and walk away. They're like, "No, I need to fight about this." Yeah, and they like they, no. It, the flat earthers. Have, I, I've brought they they call them globe tarts. Globe tarts. That's right. Yes. <laughs> and they. They get some people get as heated as the flat earthers do, but I, I I just don't give enough fucks. 
No. Flat, round, I don't care. It actually doesn't change my world in any no. in any way. What does, it, what does it change? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. How far we drill, maybe, for right. oil? Yes. <laughs> We're good. And, and that and our ideas about Antarctica are the only things that need to shift. Yeah, but I'm not going there. You go, Are you, are you no. thinking about going to Antarctica? Not this week, no. No, no. no. <laughs> not this week. <laughs> right? It's just one of those things of... I just couldn't give less fucks. It does. That's, it just doesn't. I have so many other things to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I know, but I don't see why. The thing is, I don't see why people would, it's worth lying about. Well, who is the, I, I, who is the Illuminati and why do they, what is their vested interest? Yeah. That's what I don't understand. The divide between round and flat earth is greater than between between a believer and an atheist. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. Because <laughs> one is fighting science yeah. with science, Christians and like Christians and atheists could a lot of them are on the same page on this one. <laughs> but a lot of Christians are also on the a lot of Christians are on the flat earth, but not just Christians. Atheists are on there too. Yeah. So, but those people, same thing. They're unified. Like the divide is huge. The divide is huge. It's wild. Mm-hmm. It it brings out it brings out as much emotion as is a political debate or more. It's oh yeah, because it's they're both looking at science, the same science, differently. Well, that's the, and they're manipulated. Everybody looks at things through their own yeah their own set of glasses, really, or yeah whatever, right? And you manipulate you manipulate facts in whatever way to spin it, whatever you're hoping for the best. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just the more I think about it, the more I'm like, it's so dumb that people fight so hard over this. Don't we have other things to debate? Yeah, there are so many other things to worry about. Worry about. Yeah, <laughs> I think people just don't like being lied to. And it, and also, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, fucking weed. Uh, <laughs> I'll remember in a minute. But yeah, it's this this weird thing that people are like, I just need to fight. Got to fight it. Oh, now I remember. Okay. So a flat earther, let's say, um, our friend Aaron that we're going to have on eventually that we're going to try and I'm going to play off like I'm a little flat earther. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, you trust your government? It's like, no. Well, you don't trust them. Not with a vaccine, not with, not with running your life, not with hospitals, not with anything really. It's like, no. It's like, then why do you trust them about this? Because they fund NASA, and NASA tells you what for, so the government is telling you what for, and you don't trust them with anything except this. This you're totally fine with. Other than he's moved on from flat Earth, <laughs> he he has. Oh yeah, he has. In fact, he he was like, I when I was still on the train, he gave me shit about being on the train. <laughs> I know. But he's like, this theory is this, and this is what proves it. And it's like, yeah, no, I get it, but I still have some questions. And- yeah. That and they don't like questions. That's no. the weirdest part. Is globe Globers just hate questions? It's like, well, why would you? Why well, even ask? Do you know what my? So what got me questioning the whole thing is water, because mm-hmm. water yeah. always finds level. Yep. Right. So, so how do we have this spherical Earth mm-hmm. if water always finds level? Yeah. That's that was one of my main things. It's like, well, fuck then. Yeah. The, my did. understanding of water, it's like I swish it around in a cup. Well, crap. Yeah. It finds level. Yeah. I did ask, I did have to ask him. I'm like, so have you ever done any of these tests yourself? He's like, no, but I seen video. I'm like, have you? And like, it's not hard. 
We, yeah, it's really not I, like I, you. I, I got to take that one on the chin because he and I were supposed to get together and do a laser <laughs> drop test. He, had the, he has these really high powered la- lasers, and evidently Charlie Lake is long enough that you should be able to see the drop of the curvature yep. across Charlie Lake. Yeah. But what, what, how, what do you think he will do if he's proven wrong? Well, he's moved on from flatter, he's a rounder. Oh, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aaron's definitely around. I was talking about the other guy that we know. What do you think he would do if he got proven wrong on that that one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. Right? Oh. People are tied to things, man. Yes. That's, it, yes, they are. That, that could get really interesting. Huh. That's very interesting. Hmm. I don't. Hmm. hmm. Do you take the chance of annihilating somebody's truth for the sake of truth? Like really, like when that when your identity is completely tied into this one thing. No, you can't because that person has that that person has so much other stuff going on. I. Speaking from personal experience, I used to take, if you, I I said, I have this, you have to be a whole person and you have to be whole in yourself. Mm -hmm. And people that take, derive their self-esteem from their belongings, from their job, from whether they're flat or not. Dad. Yeah. (laughs) They they all have stuff going on. It's like, you do not want to mess with a person that's got stuff going on. Yeah. Their balance is delicate at the best. So it's almost not worth it for some people. For some people. For some people- I think this person could do it. I think this person needs that jolt into reality. (laughs) Like, no, like you can only be so confrontational before you're like, okay, you're just trying to get a rise out of people. Like you're, you're, and and that's as somebody who loves to get a rise out of some people. (laughs) Sometimes I say things just to see how people will react. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I got set up good today. Oh, did you? Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a young helper and he's a good kid and I've, and I've wanted to get this out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and it comes up, one of the other guys is asking him his name and he says his last name and I'm like, oh shit, I thought your name was Jabroni. <laughs> and everybody's looking at me, you're such an asshole. <laughs> And it's like, I've been waiting for weeks to break this out. And then I got set up perfectly. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love, I was working with a green hand. I can say this. Um, I was working with a green hand and he was young guy, relatively young. And I don't know, he said something that was like half dumb. And I'm like, oh, you probably haven't even got the wheeze out of your heart yet. As a joke, thinking that he's heard it before. Never heard it. (laughs) And, but he reacted in a way. It was like, oh yeah. I'm like. Wait, have you got the wheeze out of your hard hat yet? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, yeah, let, let me see your hard hat. And he hands it to me. He's like looking at it upside down and I grab it and I chuck it. Not not far. No. Not just wee. enough that I, I say, wee. Yeah. And, but just, just into the half a mud puddle. Like it was dry muds, but it was yeah. still mud. It was far enough that it was like, it's still safe. He's not being rendered to like, oh, you, that's a... That's a dick move. It was like a, this is like, you need this. Yeah. <laughs> you need the haze a little bit. And yeah, I got him and he's like, that was my first one. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Yep. Life's going to be hard on you. 
<laughs> nice kid though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a huge hazer unless necessary. I'm not, I'm not big on it. I don't, when, when I worked in the nightclub, we would not be kind to the new bouncers and uh, it didn't, it didn't serve us well. No. No. Well, I, I have a new attitude about it now, mostly because it's about time management. You tell a guy to go get quick slaps and he understands what you're saying. Um, uh, if, if somebody tells me, like I'm kind of new back into the field and everything, if somebody tells me to go get quick slaps, quick slaps, I'm like, all right, cool. And I go take coffee break. I'm going to sit on my ass for 15 minutes. If like you're good with me wasting time, cool. I'm yep. cool with that too. Yep. Whatever you're going to do, just be sure that it's worth the time wasted. We had a practical jolt joke go full circle a couple weeks ago. Did Travis tell you about this? No. He was not happy. <laughs> okay, come on. Can so, we talk about it? Oh yeah. Well, in general form. So one of the supervisors calls him mm-hmm. um, when he's back in town or whatever from doing a hot shot and says, hey, we needed whatever part out of the back seat of your truck. Yeah. And Travis is like, I didn't even know it was there. Holy fuck. He comes flying into the office, grabs a pickup because he's going to run this part that he thinks he's forgot out to this job that's a couple hours out of town. He gets out to like the scale house and calls the supervisor and says, hey, I've got it. I'll be there shortly. And the guy's like, man, I was kidding. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Travis, Travis is like. What are you talking about? You're kidding. You told me you needed this. You know that I'm the, like Travis, Travis is the most reliable he, guy in the world. He takes his job well, seriously. seriously. If he's, and Travis's word is oak. Like if he says, I'm doing that, it's mm-hmm. like, you can fucking count on it. Travis mm-hmm. is going to do that. Yep. He so won't if, give you a yes unless it's a, and when it becomes a yes, it's, it's a yes. Yeah. And it's written in stone. He, and so the supervisor calls him, fucks with him. Yeah. And just. It's it, it you fucked with the wrong guy. Yeah, it's not. It, <laughs> it, it, you know, he was coming. He he thought he had fucked something up. Travis, on the other side of it, he doesn't really fuck a lot of things up. Yeah, he. So what you know when he thought he did and whatever he was on a mission. Yeah, to, to fix to rectify. It's like I'm going to fix. Yeah, this. don't worry, I got this. I yep. will hold you down. Don't worry, whatever has to happen. I he's like he was going to make it happen. He was jumping in a pickup, and he was at, not even jumping it. He jumped. I gave him key. Like he was gone. Yeah. Oh, that's so. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough because on company level, that's tough because that is that, and it was the weekend. Yeah. So we're talking about overtime. Yeah. And this was. Over an hour. Yeah, hour wasted. Yep. Which and, is, let's say. And my time, like, which I'm there anyway for operations, that's a fixed cost, but it's not that my time is free either. Yeah. You know, so it monopolized some of my time and monopolized yeah. fuel, you know, via, you know, maintenance, you know, wear and tear on a vehicle. Not that, you know, yeah. a few kilometers doesn't exactly matter, but. Yeah, but still, like it's it's time. How do you build this now? Well, we're yeah, we're and where's it coming? Or from? are you going to be like, oh, sorry, man, you screwed up. He screwed like, how, and uh, yeah. you can't push it to the customer. Funny, huh? Yeah, no, it's not billable. It's not. It's not billable. Yep. So that just costs somebody. A few, I'm going to say a few hundred dollars because it's probably not that much. Maybe it is. Who knows? It could cost the company a few hundred dollars for a for a one liner. Yep. 
for hey, hey, was it heard. worth the joke? Was it worth the time? Because the, the wee, juice worth the squeeze. Was the juice worth the we was two seconds? Yeah. No one, nothing was going on. Funny, ha ha, ha ha. Get back to it, like, yep. no lost time. We we're already in a waiting point. Nothing happened. It wasn't like, oh, this held up the job for 20 seconds. That's $50 or $1,000 because you got however, 10 people in front of you. Yeah, however you want to quantify it. Yeah, no, there was no loss. Uh, but when people do shit like that, it's like, okay, how, do, how are we going to – how do we put this in the books now? Where because do we recoup that? Yeah, where do we recoup it? This guy's, You just stole this guy's time. Everything has to come from somewhere. Yep. Where are we going to recoup that? Yeah, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's, I just don't have time for that in the workplace. Yeah. There was a, there was a friend of mine that helped get me the job at straight and he's like, I never see you smile. And it's like, and I'm like, well, I'm serious when I'm here. And he's like, yeah. and it's like, this is a serious thing. What we yep. do is a serious business. Yeah. And I take my position seriously. I, and I'm like, I'm happy. I think this is a great place to work. <laughs> I am but, so happy to be here. You have no idea how much I, <laughs> yeah, well, that's effectively what it's like. But you get a laugh once in a while, but he's like, no, you're not smiling while you're working. No, no, fuck, no, fuck. because it's like, I'm taking this seriously. And I'm, yeah. you know, when I, I expect the others around me to, uh, to take because we have to, to take what we do seriously. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I think it is important, but it's a loss in a lot of people because there's this, this attitude. I, I know a guy who got let go from a job because it's like, oh, you just don't feel, like it doesn't feel like you want to be here. He was doing the job. Yeah. He was getting the job done. I don't care how you feel. Or is the job getting done? And he got let go because yeah. they meeting, said he didn't, it doesn't feel like you want to be here. Am I adequately, adequately fulfilling my duties? Yeah. It's work. You're getting paid to be, like, you're not there for your own time. It's like, oh, I just love being here. No. no. The fact that you, the, if you enjoy your work, that's just a bonus. Yes. They, they, I actually was reading this thing, and it makes all the sense in the world. It says you should not do what you love for work. Because if you do, you will soon stop loving it. Yeah. And it, it's like, I agree with that. I think you should be passionate. I think you should enjoy what you do. Yeah. I, I know for me that... My enjoyment and what I is more important more important to me necessarily than what the income I drive. I have to have a positive work environment. Yeah, I have to be excited about going to work every day. I have to have all those things. Yeah, but is this where you draw your happiness? No, no. no. Um, That's yeah. we we talked about it a few weeks ago on the last one I was at where. I I really love my job and I do it because of so many things. Yeah, but if it didn't matter, I. I, w- I would work at a golf course. Yeah. And I would pick yeah. up golf balls. Yep. That's. Because you, you know that your, one of your bonuses would be a, a membership to like golf there. Yes. Or at least and a it, discounted rate. And I could chat to the people when I want to chat to people. Oh, yeah. And it's like. You meet some great people golfing. You hear some interesting stories. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's upset to be there. Yeah. I'm up at asshole o'clock in the morning anyway. So yeah. I may as well do something productive. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I would. Uh, what would I do if I. If money was like it didn't matter what I got, it just paid, didn't matter. I'd probably go back to installing car stereos. Yep. Like it was so fun. I love doing that kind of electrical, like working with my hands and yep. making making cool shit. The other thing is, I think that I would maybe want to run a campground. Oh, I think that I'd really like to do, to run a campground. I I got so many questions. <laughs> That's okay. What kind of campground? Like a like a like a summer camp? Are you talking like a like? Where um, half the people that work with us live, like a like a summer camp, like a provincial park camp. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, like, cool. Like actual 
camping, yeah. like recreational I, I, I camping. I was thinking like an RV park. Oh, an RV My park. My brain was like, no, no. Some people consider that campgrounds. And yeah, I'm no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> hopefully, no pavement in sight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So like a park ranger. Almost. Well, almost like almost. a park ranger. I just think that it, you're the guy that goes around and you, you collect the money and, yeah. you know, people come to you. Oh, hey, what should we do? And it's like, oh, there's a wall. You know, there's the old Johnson walking trail down the rain. You yeah. Know, you know, it's like there's a spot to pan some gold or whatever. Yeah. Just the, the guy that people go to and you don't have to have long form conversations mm-hmm. while simultaneously you get to be the happy, cheery guy. that yeah. kind of like, hey, I, I love nature. I love being here. I uh, it's fresh air. Yep. And the people, the, one of the best things is you get people that share, that, that share your values. They love outdoors. Otherwise they wouldn't be there. Yes. They are like-minded individuals for the yeah, most part. For the most part. There's always those, you know, pretentious vegans that are like, I'm doing this for my body. Yeah. Instead of like, you're just annoying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I'm ripping on vegans a lot tonight. It's because they're ridiculous. I, I heard, um. Tom Segura. Do you know who that is? He's a comedian. Hmm. Very funny. Him and his wife are, or his wife has a podcast and she has them on once in a while. And she does this, would you rather? And her last, would you rather was, would you rather me be a, uh, outspoken vegan or an outspoken Christian? It's like, uh, like hardcore Christian or hardcore vegan. And he's like, Oh, that's hard. And he's like, could you, food is joy. Like you enjoy food. Could you imagine being criticized about every single thing you eat all the time? And he's like, ah, oh. he's like mimicking what she would be like. Yeah. And she, he's like, ah, oh, I'd, I'd probably take the vegan. She's like, really? You take vegan over praying before everything or waking up to, hey, another day, God has blessed you. <laughs> Like those annoyingly nice Christians that yeah. we've all met that are yeah. like, I hate you. I don't know why I hate you, but I don't like you. Well, this is, I hate you because I'm jealous. Of, I'm jealous of your enlightenment. Yeah, like, you're just so happy. Yeah, you just ruined That's, everything it has to be with fake. your joy. Yeah. <laughs> you're, fa- you're you're faking you're, it. Yeah, your excessive happiness cannot be real. Yeah. I met people like that where I'm like, I don't believe you. No, you're sorry, lying. you're selling it. It comes are, back are, to your whole thing about you're selling it too hard. Yeah. What am I fucking missing here? Oh, I was working with this guy and he was so very chipper, very happy, happy guy. And I'm like, oh, you're a happy dude. And I'm like hanging out with him for like five minutes. I'm like, your bad days really suck, don't they? <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, when you have a bad day, it really sucks. It doesn't, it's not just a bad day. It's like a really bad day. And he's like, yeah, actually. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I figured. Yeah. You're just too happy. You yeah. just need to calm down. Because <laughs> that's the thing. When, when all they know you as... <coughs> is the happy guy when you're off they're like oh what the fuck is wrong with you and it's like no I'm having a bad day or yeah. I'm having a rough day like it's or you don't even have to be a, you can just not be all the way on yeah and then and people think well, something's wrong with you yeah it's like no just, no, I'm just... don't feel like being your best friend <laughs> yeah everyone's best friend I'm just not that shiny today yeah and it's okay and, and yeah people need to be more assholes like you know more like me oh that's not a good thing yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> People need to take more personal responsibility in their own lives. Yeah, they really do. Yes. So, speaking of personal responsibility, today's topic is brought to you by criminals. By criminals. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and, th- and the British Columbia government, in all their wisdom, in oh. importing 300 criminals to Fort St. John, and then wondering... 
Why is the crime rate? Why is it going up? How? Why is there gang crimes? And why did all this graffiti come from? And why does it all say West Side? And all of these things. Yeah, because we care about West Side. Everything's flat here. Nobody gives a fuck. There was no West. West. There's no West Fort St. John. It's not fucking big enough. Yeah, no. <laughs> West Fort St. John is west of 100th and there's one trailer park so in like, Snob Hill. Like, yeah. what are you, what are you, what are you bragging about here? Yeah, but it's all these, it's this transplant. They built this. Oh, yeah. They built the the Salvation Army built that new complex or whatever down. Oh yeah, they were like, oh, we need to help our population. There's a lot of homeless people here. This will help them. Yeah, and they Which, were like, hey, actually... you know what you guys need? More homeless people. And then they send a bus to round up. Like you don't round up the good homeless In if the you're shipping summer. them out. Yeah, and, but you don't you don't round up the good ones. It's like that's the most fucked up homeless guy. You get that guy on the bus because you're getting him out of town. Yep, you're not grabbing the guys that are probably going to make it the next weekend and catch a job and everything's yep. going to be fine. Right? Because there are guys up there that that, that given the right opportunity, opportunity. getting up. This Many is a great them. town for opportunity. There was a there was a couple of guys when we were doing that other thing when we were hanging around and we go downtown to the shelter. There's there's I know one of the guys made it out of there. Yep, we we ended up. From when we would go down and pray with him, we ended up Facebook friends. Yeah. And. He's yeah. working. And he he's got working. His, he's, he's. Yeah. People go through shit in life. Yeah. Because of their decisions, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's, they know that there's an opportunity. They know they can do better. And it's just a matter of time and opportunity. Yep. Like, and, and pound on the pavement. Literally yep. say, hey, I'll make myself available. I'll be there. Yep. Like, I don't, I know I can't drive. No, I don't have a vehicle. Or I live out of my vehicle. I'll be there. I'll be, and then you see him camped out there for a day and a half or whatever. But they do it. Yeah. But they make it work until things turn around. It right. can happen. I believe in them. Yeah. But, but that's that, not what we're getting. No, that's not what they rounded up. And no. and that's a good point about in the middle of summer. So they got these people that have been living on the street in Vancouver. reasonably, yeah, in, in a reasonably comfortable climate. Yep. I realize it rains a lot, but that oh. it won't actually kill you in the way no. that 50 below will. Yes. So, you know, so, yeah. so, you know, Fort St. John is, is always had its fair share of crime or whatever, you know, oh, it's yeah. a, it's a transient town. Yes. And I've, I am currently, I was thinking about this on the way over cause I, I am two, I'm 22 years into my two year plan. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, wow. Hold on. Fuck. 18 years. Holy shit. No, no, that can't be right. 2006, 2024. That's right. I moved here in 01. Oh, I am 18 years into a one-year play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I wanted to do the first two years of my automotive apprenticeship. Yeah. And then I was going back home to Vancouver Island. I, well, after, yeah. when I'm a third year, they, I will clearly find a job everywhere. Oh, and yeah. Will, and I will be showered with money. And, yeah. And, and that, I've that, never, that's the young goal. I have never been an apprentice mechanic. <laughs> I worked as a mechanic. I've been a shop mechanic. I did a lot of things. I have never been a mechanic. However, when I was, I was working at Cal Tire, mechanicing for $13 an hour. Yeah. And my neighbor was a welder and he's like, how much money do you make? I'm like $13 an hour. He's like, I will triple your money tomorrow. Yeah. Come please be my helper. And it's like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that was the opportunity. Yeah. You came from somewhere else. You came for working. I came to, yes, I came because I wanted Vancouver Island. I, did, I don't want to, I don't know now because I'm not there, but at the time was very recessed and there was not yeah. a lot of jobs. And I, the jobs that were out there, you're competing for. for yeah. That hasn't changed. No, my, my mom got a job at a bakery for 20 hours a week 
and 96 people applied for a $20 a minimum wage job at 20 hours a week. Wow. So, so it was wild. I worked the, my high school job as I was a fry cook at, well, I was a cook at White Spot. Yeah. And I ended up, I was the kitchen supervisor by the time, yeah. the night shift supervisor by the time I left. But I would, I worked. I was supervising adults. It was their job. That's how they supported their family. It's yeah. Like, she, you know, she would, you know, mom would work as a waitress and dad was a, she would be the, the daytime waitress to watch the kids at night and dad yeah. would be the nighttime cook to watch the kids at day. Yeah. And that's how they supported the family. And it's like, I just, I looked at that and that is not yeah. a life that, when, not, I, yeah. when I looked at where I saw myself in 10, 20, 30, 40 years, that wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. And, and I'd been scouring. Because we'd lived on one end of Vancouver. I, w- I was born in Victoria, but we lived in Port Alice, and then we were living in, I graduated high school in the Comox Valley. So I'd lived a, on the extreme end of the island to the other. Yeah. I had family up and down. I So I, it's not like I, you know, it's not like it's not I couldn't like find a job in Courtney and, the, yeah. and whatever I needed. So I was dropping off resumes from Victoria all the way to Port Alice and everything in between. And I never got called yeah. for, I did two years of training. I did a, I did pre-apprenticeship in automotive and then pre-apprenticeship in, in uh, commercial transport and heavy duty. Yeah. During that time, no calls, nothing, not a hint, not like come work on the lube rack, come wash yeah, cars yeah, come at my dealership, broom, just, just something, you know, we see you got this training and it'll grow. Nothing, not a whiff. So one day I just, so it was summer. Um, my ex had been working two jobs when, when I was in school. And so she had a little bit of money and she's like, well, we'll go on a two week vacation and we'll just see, and we'll drop off some resumes and we'll see, see what happens. Yeah. And I thought that was great. Um, we went up into the interior, into, uh, Edmonton, Red Deer, Grand Calgary, Grand Prairie, Fort St. John. Oh, wow. my house and home. And we did this over two weeks and we camped some, we stayed in hotels some. Yeah. Um, Fort Caltire. Right away, I got, I, they, I went in and they called me. I was actually, I dropped off my resume and then I was on my way out of town. Yeah. But I'd stopped to buy some antiques for my mom because she collected antiques. And, <laughs> and you know, thankful I did. They called, could you come back? And they offered me a job right away. Yeah. Um, but it was same thing. I had to grow into the mechanic. They wanted to make sure I wasn't retarded. Yes. So I started. At that I, age, I, you, you borderline are at yes. that age. So they got me busting tires. I'd worked. I'd worked for six months or something at the Cal Tire and Courtney. So I had a little bit of experience. Yeah. And, you know, and then with my mechanical training, so they got me going and, uh, and then, yeah, I, I busted tires for a little bit and then ended up mechanicing. Yeah. And then it was going well, but I was making no money. It was. Yeah. I, I'm, it's not that I'm a bad mechanic, but I was making. It's, it's, it's. Yeah. That's for a. I don't want to speak it disparagingly because I like Caltire. I yeah. use Caltire. Yeah. But it's not a place to like support a family or to build a life. It's, no. It's like, oh, we, my wife and I both work. And so it doesn't have to pay amazingly. It just has yes. to. And it, com- and it comes with benefits. So yeah. it, there's lots of benefits to it. But for me, trying to buy $100,000 worth of tools, save money to buy a house, all, you know, all of the things, get ahead and like, it just at $13 an hour, I was clearing like six, I was clearing under eight, like under $800 every two weeks. It was just no money. And, and then, so when my, my neighbor who was also my, my best friend at the time, he was like, yeah, man, I, it's like, you'll have three, four grand a month. No problem. Yeah. And I'm like, 
three or four thousand dollars in a month. I, I yeah, thought, it's just mind blowing. It's yeah, like, there's no I, way. I didn't even no think that was a tangible way. amount of money at that time. I was like, no. Yeah. And then I, then it, yeah, then it's like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Of okay, there's other ways. There's avenues. I don't have to. But it's it's work. It's part is putting in the steps. Working. Working the shit job. I yes. worked at Walmart in Fort St. John. I worked automotive and oil. Why did I, why the fuck did I do that? I just kind of wanted to do something. Yep. I was waiting for the right opportunity, right place, and it kind of sucked. Well, that's, I did that. I was a, I was a sticker sticker. I worked in an accessory shop because of my mechanical background. Yeah. I, so we, oil, I oil patched for a while. I pipelined for a while, but it was, then my ex left that I'd moved up here with, she left and- yeah. I found out when I was in camp and that was challenging. That would suck. Yeah. So I, I decided I wanted to work in town because I'd had all this mechanic training. I went to work in an accessory shop, like doing yep. lift kits. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And. Like with Dave it, there. Yeah. But yeah. it's just not, it, again, it's making no money. It was. Yeah. I, but I, we never, like when the oil field's great, it's great. Yes. But when it's not. But when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, when you're sitting on your ass for two weeks, and that's what happened to me. Like, that's one of the reasons I got out of it the first time was, like, I was sitting for a little too long, and the wife was like, you need to get a job. Yeah. And so that's what kind of pushed me back into, but now she's pushing me back out there. She's like, you need to make more money. (laughs) Well, nothing, like, so, so few things pay the way our industry does. Yeah. It really does. Like it's, it's amazing. You yes. make in Fort St. John, you are as successful as you want to be. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. You know, actually speaks to something we were talking about before. Um, I, you know, we talking about being successful and I think that my life has changed quite a lot over the last seven years. One of the things I attribute it to is I do take antidepressants. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Now I take a sleeping pill that has a small antidepressant side for insurance purposes. Yeah. I want to be, <laughs> my home insurance is very, very specific on this is a sleeping <laughs> pill, Mr. Butts. Yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. is. Which, uh, which is actually what, what I take, true. which is what, yeah, it's 100% true. And that's actually why the doctor prescribed it to me. They said, this will help you as a small antidepressant side effect. Yeah. It, 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 I was chemically imbalanced or whatever it is. It, 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 yeah. it, it worked in the way it was supposed to. And you are, you're, and from what I see, you're completely disciplined. Yeah. Like you're not just like, oh, I need a little extra today. No. No, it's, this is not where you get your relief. No, I take, I take it as absolutely prescribed to me. And I take, you know, they say for, for prescription medications to be effective, you need to take them, you know, within the same time frame every day, same yeah. dosage. And I am very disciplined in that. It's, it's very important to me because, because I know I'm getting the, I know I'm getting out of it what I'm, the benefits I'm getting, I'm reaping the, the benefits of, of that. Yeah. So, so what, what brings me to this is I go to see a doctor in Alberta. I've yeah. been taking these same medications, my, my friends, my peers, my wife, all parts of my life can say, yes, you were, this, yeah. this is definitively good for you, Mr. Butts. Yeah. I, I see this new doctor. And all of a sudden I'm being questioned and it's 
I'm being made to feel like a drug seeker because I'm asking for the medication that I, I have seen. I know where my life was before. It was hectic and chaotic and mm -hmm. I had a hard time holding down a job yep. where, where now I've, I've got a job where my wife doesn't have to work anymore and she does, she's not slinging Tupperware online. <laughs> and, you know, but all of the things. I laugh because my wife was slinging like, I don't know, one of these origami stupid origami owl. owl. That's yes. right. Right. Because, because, because average Canadian families yeah. need a little extra help. Yeah. And that, and that's just, and that's just how it is. That's the, that's, that's, that's where we are. Yeah. It's the nature of the beast. It is the nature of the beast. However, we are fortunate. I found a job yeah. in in pipeline yeah, and I've been disciplined and I, you know, yeah. I, w and, and I've reaped the rewards of that. So now this doctor is, is, says to me, well, seven years, people that take this say they feel better. So you don't need it anymore. And I'm like, no, I feel better. So I need it. Yeah. This is not drug seeking behavior. I see. Oh, that reminds me of something. <laughs> the military used to do this thing of why are we keep stockpiling or why do we do all this training all the time when no one's getting hurt? Like the prevent preventative repairs and stuff like that. No. They were just doing repairs on things just in case something breaks. It was Disneyland. That's what it was. It oh. was a military. Disneyland. Yeah. They were doing all these pre-checks and pre-checks and pre-checks to make sure none of these rides broke down or that um, nobody get hurt. It's like, why are we doing all this? Nobody gets hurt. And so the, the the smart people, the really smart people, decided, hey, we should take a break. Like, let's not do that and see what happens. Like, like we're wasting time and money with yep. all this downtime yep. with maintenance. Let's guess what starts happening? Incidences, accidents, accidents happen. It's like, yes. oh, this seems to be working great. But what if we just not do that? <laughs> it's been seven years. Yeah, I've been. I've had surgery in that time. I've been through three different doctors, and yep. not nobody's had an issue with. And the, it's not an addictive, it's not like... Wait, when you say you've had three different doctors, it was, they moved. That yes. is a huge truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I <laughs> want to like, be very, very like, clear. Fuck but you, I, the, fuck that one, no, no, fuck that no, one. I, I, no, my, my doctor was great. She, because Fort St. John is transient in nature, yep. people don't like to be here. And if you're a professional like that, you come in, yeah, you, you get a little training, time. and then you go somewhere awesome. Yep. She, went, she went to Vancouver, of course. Everyone who lives here knows that. Yes. I'm just saying it for the people yeah, that the don't, don't live yeah, no, here. I wasn't, a, like... I wasn't doctor shopping. <laughs> no, I've been through three separate doctors. I've nurse practitioner. It's been seven years. It's like yeah. I've acquired this in so many different forms yeah. and with no resistance ever. People are just happy. Oh, you need this? Great. Yeah. And, I'm, the, I'm, and they're thrilled. They're thrilled that I'm taking it in a responsible manner. Yeah, because and, you're one of the few people that is. And then I <laughs> a mean, lot of people. Well, not. Yeah. I guess that, that's a bad faith view of things. A lot of people. The, there don't, is there, there, there is a, a perception. There is a yeah. There is a perception that that most don't. Yeah. Deal with, and it's it's like she was. She's like, well, you might have to go on this, and I'm like, I'm just not willing to do that. Yeah. And she's kind of looking at me, and she's like, well, well, it's my job to educate you. And I'm, that's fine. It's like we've talked about this. Well, yeah. would you consider lowering your dosage? And it's like, sure. I get, you know, it's like, yeah, so, if, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not, I said, I'm not like unwilling to try things. Yeah. However, I, I said, I. I'm, Cold turkey is not. There's not an option. That's not what I said. Good. I said, and that's what I said. I said, I, I, I would actually was camping cause I, yeah. and I met, I forgot to bring them and I thought they say it takes 30 days to detox off yeah. prescription medications. So I thought. Well, two days of camping is probably not an issue. Yeah. Well, I at 
first day I noticed something was up and day two, I definitely noticed I hadn't taken my pills. Oh yeah. It was that fast. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it's like I'm being made to, made to feel a certain way about trying to acquire something. Based on the perception of people, of, uh, of other people's actions. Yes. Right. And I'm being judged negatively, you know, and yeah, by somebody that did, like, just didn't take any time. Like, what's the history? How did you come to this? Like, why are you on this? Yeah. What, like how, the, you know, I. How has your life changed? Yeah, what was what, it before? Yeah, what like, is it now? Who went, like, what, why of it all? Or why she can't. She just looks at the numbers of you've been taking it for this long mm. and maybe you shouldn't be because yeah, it because seems of, to be working great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Maybe you'd be great without it. Who knows? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But what I do know is I've tried to take it, like you said. Not having it for a couple of days. Yeah. I tried 30 some odd years without it. Yeah. I, re- I remember you before. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had a tough time holding a job. I was hectic. I was erratic. I, it, this is a sleeping pill. So I, I get six to eight hours sleep you, every night. You do get a lot of sleep and well, uh, like you way better than I. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, I'm up at three 30 in the morning or three in the morning. That noise. That's yeah. not a number. No. Well, <laughs> it's a time. It's three, very, very quiet. I imagine. I, uh, my family does not care for it. No. What do you, no. what do you do when you're at home at that time? Well, we're going right now. Not a lot. It's super challenging because we're, because we're going through this phase where Buster is sleeping with us. Yeah. And so if I, if you get up at 3.30. It disturbs him. Yeah. So then I'm just lying in bed until like yeah. six and <laughs> then I roll the <laughs> dice. But yeah, but my family does not care for it. Now, before we were going through this phase, I would just get up. Yeah. I think my neighbors hated me because I would start blacksmithing at five in the morning. <laughs> ting, ting, ting on the anvil. So I don't, you know, I don't think my neighbors cared for that very much. Yeah. But I would get up and do things. Yeah. I The neighbors definitely did not care for it at seven when I started mowing the lawn. <laughs> and I felt, I'm, they were like kind of looking at me. I'm like, the day's half over, pal. She's <laughs> like... You're just getting up and I am getting, I'm warmed up. Yeah. They're like, it's the weekend and it's like, we should be able to sleep in. It's like, you're an adult sleeping at 7 (laughs) a.m. That's right. I, yeah, I I don't remember the last time I slept. Oh, hold on. No, I don't remember. It was like eight o'clock. I could stay up till eight. Yeah. Yeah. And that was on a Sunday because church that day. I, yeah, I sleep till seven periodically. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's a treat. It's like, oh, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't, and I don't really want to. I, I. The other nice thing is because my family is asleep, I can accomplish a lot of things. Yeah, they. Uh, I'd have a hard time not buying things. Well, like parts. That's accomplishing and... <laughs> things. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you love your three D printer. <coughs> I do love my three D printer. Yeah, I, uh, I'm jealous. I want to make things, but I'm like, what do I? What, what do I make? I can make anything. And then you just blank. You're like, I have no idea. That was, that was me when I was 17 and we finally got dial up and it's like, you could search the internet for whatever you want. What do you want to look at? I don't, like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> boobs. I, boobs. Just boobs. <laughs> you know what it was at the time? Jeff Foxworthy redneck jokes. That's oh, I they was were like, so good. I, I was so enamored with that at the time. That was, ah, they were so much better than Chuck Norris jokes because Chuck Norris jokes weren't a thing yet. No, they weren't. No. No. Uh, yeah. We had Turns to, uh, out Chris, Chuck Norris is a is a Christian. Oh yeah. 
I didn't know that. Yeah. I Jeremiah only just, I read it on, he shared something recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a Christian. He's been a Christian a long time. But I'm worried that he's a Christian the same way that like Hulk Hogan is. Like, <laughs> I'm a Christian, brother. Now check oh. out my weed. <laughs> yeah. He, like, I, no did you watch that Christian. thing on Netflix about Hulk Hogan? No, not yet. Oh, you should check it out. Oh, it's I want to check it out. It's wild. Do, do you remember his old movie, Mr. Nanny, when he played a nanny yes. for a couple of kids? I can't believe that hasn't made any level of resurgence like back into the, uh, what do you call it? The mainstream eye of consciousness or the mainstream consciousness. It was so good. It was so good. Well, it's because this whole thing, it's. There was sexual assault, like all oh, this. Oh, with what? the the WWE stuff. Yeah, yeah. He like yeah. There was all these charges against him, and oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's, like it's not very, just him, the McMahon's and all that. Yeah. Like it was, it's it's chaos. I don't know enough about it to speak on it, <coughs> but I just know that stuff's going down because yeah. it was. It's a dirty business. It is a dirty business. Business is dirty though. Yeah. Um. But it's it's a sca- come. But coming full circle, but it's like, it's a scary thing to know, you know, it's like I'm on the other end of it now. I feel like I've, I, I, I realized I needed help. Yeah. I got the help. Yeah. I'm seeing the fruition of help. And now it's it's potentially being taken away. Yeah. And that's, that's a very challenging, scary thing to deal with. Oh, most definitely. Because you're, you're, it's a... Think of the, the football players back in the day where they would wear this pair of socks when they played this game. Yes. It's this idea of, like, we take that away, it creates uncertainty. Not that the, there is uncertainty. It creates it out of thin air and be like, okay, and now I'm not sure if I could do this because I'm not wearing my lucky socks. We, we were trying to send welders to a job where they had to wear an ironworker welding helmet, which is a combination welding helmet hard hat. Okay. We were we were supplying it. It was supplied to them. Yeah. And and the only thing that changed in their welding was was their sight glass. Like basically, you yeah. know, you know, it's you're 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 still behind a lens, it's still a shade, it's still all of that. You can still pick all of that. Yeah. It's just a hard hat welding helmet and welders were outright refusing to go. Really? Yes. It's just it messes it's, with it's, their whole thing, yeah, the balance. It, I don't I, know. I don't know. I'm not a good enough welder to under, understand. Yeah. Like my, I've used, I've used a million different welding helmets. I, yeah. And I, my, my welds are equally poor no matter what I do. I want to learn to weld. Mostly, well, for the wrong reason. Well, for the right reasons. Motorcycles. I just want to build motorcycle stuff. Yes. I have, I have no desire to weld pipe or culvert or anything special. I want to make a motorcycle frame structurally secure or yes. whatever modifications I do. Yep. That's the only reason I want to learn to weld. But, <laughs> sorry. But so you just need there. to learn to MIG weld and you can learn to MIG weld. Yeah. It's a goal. Yes. Well, come come spend some time. I have a MIG welder. <laughs> yes, you do. Of course you do. I do. I, well, I have a stick welder also. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you just kind of need it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I would... I'm, if you're a crafty person, you I am. Need. I built my well. I, I built all. I built the stand for my post vice in my blacksmith shop. I built. I welded my forge up with it. I yeah. I build things. All right, back to Sorry. the idea. You're productive with your time. Yes, and you believe that it do, it does come partially from your medicine and that that part. I do. I I genuinely believe. I didn't. 
Well, the evidence is that I didn't do these things before I was taking them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we're just... The only people who suffer are your neighbors. Yeah. And your wife and kid, but they'll be fine. They'll move on. <laughs> and and it's like my neighbors aren't really that close now. My garage is a long way from anybody. Yeah. I, I, think, that the, I think that the noise won't travel into their house. Yeah. No, probably not. No. But, but we're not seeing that same level in our own city, though. Like we're getting people who do have those drug problems that they're like acute. You're being accused of having the kind of problem that it, these people coming to this country uh, actually, or this not country, <laughs> not saying that coming from the the mainland up or uh, the, the lower mainland, lower mainland up to here, they don't have that same attitude. They're no. being shipped on a bus. They already have some kind of problem, and some of them have no desire to get out of the scenario or get out of their situation. There's a lot that it's not in their best interest. Yeah. I I knew I knew a young girl and she ended up in um income assisted housing and everybody's like, "Well, she should get out of this. She should get out of this and she should get a better job." But her her rent was based on her income. Yeah. And so she worked in a restaurant so she had earned quite a lot of tips on the side yeah and her rent was quite cheap so she like she didn't have to make a lot of money to do well yeah and it wasn't ever in her best interest at all yeah to move on from being a there she had no incentive it was it was she had she tried to make more money or do more things yeah it would have cost her more it would have been a detriment to her family and she was a single mother so it's like it was meant you sometimes get caught up in this circle where yeah. you cannot get, and I think I look at, I they, look at they, the homeless they, situation in a very much the same manner. It's yeah. like, okay, you know, so it's, these people probably weren't thrilled that they got rounded up, but they probably got sold this whole thing yeah. about, well, you're getting an apartment and a fresh start and all yeah. of this stuff. And all of these people probably realized this is a good opportunity to never change. This is as good as I'm going to get it. Oh yeah. If I try to get a job, I'm not, these, this is a new, it's a new facility. It's like the beds are new. Yep. It's clean. It's fresh. You know, whatever you get, you know, I, I certainly you're not walking into a high paying salary coming out yeah. from that. Right. On the other end, you're, you're not getting a suit and it's an expensive town to live in. So you're not it getting, a, you're not getting, you're not getting such you know, you know. I, I don't think it's as expensive as everyone's making it out to be now. It's not. I think Compar- it's, but it's only comparatively. It's still an expensive town to live in, but it's not compared to other places. Our markets are not as stupid as they used to be. I, I completely agree. I was talking. I have family in Victoria. I'm from the island. Yeah. And houses houses in Victoria are so much money. Yeah. It's it. So we can we can say that. Our housing market is high, but my aunt and uncle combat that with, it's like, no, it's not. Not, yeah. Not only is your housing market not high, you, it's, you can pay for it. Yeah. It's where you, you, the market's very high yeah, down there right? and there's no real jobs that can keep up with that level well, unless that, you've already beaten, like gotten into the market early and worked like some other things. Like you're not beating that. No. So my aunt, my aunt and uncle have a house in Victoria. Um, pretty similar to this. It's, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's two bedroom, it's 
two bedrooms upstairs, finished bath. Like it's nicer up, you know, finished yep. upstairs with some, with some stuff done in the basement. Oh yeah. Right. You know, it's very similar to this. Now it's in a, it's in a nicer neighborhood in Victoria. It's in a, sl- a slightly nicer neighborhood, I would definitely say. Yeah. But it's, the house is like valued at like 1.3 million or something mad, like what? some madness for a house that was built in the sixties. Yeah. It's not like it's a new house. It's not. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a similar size lot. It's got a, you know, a single detached garage. So basically it's similar to the size shed you have. Like it's, yeah. it, the property is similar in nature. Yeah. And it's going for 1.2. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Well, that's what they're like. They're so to succeed down there, it's very difficult. Well, that's, I, so I was, well, I was visiting my aunt and talking about it. And when I, when we were buying our, our house in Mulhurst. Yeah. And it's like my, she's like, it's very unlikely your cousin could buy a house in the same manner here. It's like, yeah. Who, who, I, like, what is 5% of a million dollars anyway for your first time home buyer? Uh, it's just, uh, and what would your income level have to be? Yeah. Like. To offset that. It's, yeah. It's just, uh, so, so to somebody in Victoria, it seems like it's a very reasonable, you know, place to live here. Yeah. But it's like. It's, it's not. Like it's, Yeah. We have it very good up here. <laughs> well, in so many ways we do. Yeah. In so many ways. But at the same time, you know, I look around and houses sell for more. Like, for what's 500000 But maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm cheap. Yeah. But, but for what $500,000 is in my head to yeah. what $500,000 is in reality are so far apart. Oh, yeah. No, you, if, if somebody said 500000 you'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm made of the shade. I'll be like. House yeah. is paid for. I'll be working and taking care. Of, like I will be taking home this, 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 and you'd be laughing. Yeah. But in reality, it's it's not. It's like okay, you'll you. It depends on your house then. How much? How big? How long? Well, that's how long. Oh, and and what kind? What kind of mortgage? Like if you were taking on five hundred thousand dollar. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what it, it has to be so shiny and per, I oh, like marble oh. floors. It would, it would almost have to come with a butler for me to spend 500 grand. Yeah. <laughs> I want a person with it. Yeah. They must have an accent. Well, that's like my, that when we were buying the house, the realtor's like, well, how much are you approved to? And it's like, that's not important at all. Yeah. And he's like, well, I know I need to know what's your rate hold. And I'm like, I'm approved to 650. Yeah. And I, and he's like, oh, well, what are you comfortable going up to? And I'm like, I don't know, like 350. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? And he said, because the picture I have in my head of six hundred a six hundred thousand dollar house, it's, and what you're going to show me, I'm going to flip out. Yeah, and not in a good way. Yeah, not. <laughs> He's like, oh, fair, fair. Yeah, if you're like, no, I'm not spent like this. I don't need that. No, that's it's so, and it, I don't need it. And what and what it is is like, it wouldn't buy me what I I for six hundred fifty grand. I want fucking cribs. Yeah. Like I want MTV Cribs. <laughs> right. And it's, it's like, like I want but, six bay garage. Yeah. But it's like at 650 grand, it might need paint and siding here. Yeah. So. You'll have a double car garage. Yeah. And uh, 2,000 square feet and still need work and maintenance. Yeah. I It won't be. I, I can't for 650 grand. I can't buy a brand new house in the, in the best, in the better part of town right now here. It's unbelievable. I know because yeah. I'm I'm half looking all the time because I'm well. I'm now looking towards out of town. Well, Not even looking to be part of the city. Well, There's just too much shit going on here. Yep. Two uh, blocks away, somebody gets shot and his hands cut off, left naked in the back of a vehicle. Well, there was a house. 
There's a house in Camarlo Park near Travis's parents. It's green. When you're coming down from Ming's Kitchen yeah. and it comes to the T, yeah. just to the left is a giant greenhouse yeah. that overlooks the school. When I was 20, I told my ex someday I would own that house. Yeah. So I, so, you know, now fast forward a bunch of years, I'm with Melody and the, you know, whatever. Yeah. We're house shopping for out of town. Yeah. And I said, I, I, and we're driving around all of a sudden that house is for sale. And I'm like, I got to take you by this. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, well, I told, I said. It's a beautiful house. Yeah. I said, if oh. I, I, if I could ever buy this house, I would. It's like, I need to own this house. And I said, I would one day. And then, so now I can, and yeah. I look at it and it's $400,000, which is $25,000 more than I paid for my, my, my acreage. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and there's just no value in it. And it's like, yeah. and it's, it's still for sale. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. It's still for sale. I looked at it. I'm always looking because I'm yeah. curious about values and what stuff. Yeah. Going, what are things going, going for, for and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm always interested, but it's funny that that thing came full circle. I could have it. But then when I could have it, I didn't see the value in it. Yeah. You, fi- you could finally, it was within your grasp and you're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> that's what I said to Melody. I'm like, I just cannot justify this. Yeah. I said, we're looking at, and not that it like necessarily, it's not about anything at all other than its value for your dollar. Right. Yeah. And we are a single income family. And when I look at it, it's like, I can get 1.5 acres. Yeah. And in more house, a newer house. With a, with a detached garage, I, I can get so much more yeah. for $25,000 less. I'd be foolish not to. Yeah. Well, that's why when we looked at this house, it was pretty much ready to go, ready to move into. Yeah. And we did the same thing of just humming and haw. Well, I didn't hum and haw. I looked at it, saw the layout, saw what it was. I'm like, yep, this house for this price. And I low-balled. Not low-balled. I made sure to go lower. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know for some people, there's this attitude that I'll never own a house. And I I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's that, like, oh, it's hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're, yes, yes. Yes, yes, it's not. The government put out too many loans before. We're allowing too many loans going out and the entire economy collapsed. Yeah. I actually didn't understand that. I was, I was living in Fort Nelson at the time. I was a member of the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. And... Um, at one of the women's events, Trevor Linden came up and then there was, they brought up, he was justice of the ministry of something or other. He was a big deal in finance Yeah, and he was explaining, and this is when they changed a lot of the down payment laws, you know, his first time home designers put down 5%, but then it's 20%. Yeah. And they're like, we have, they're like, in order to strengthen our economy, we have to make it harder for Canadian families yeah. to buy a house. And it, like my head exploded because it's counterintuitive to what you're told. You buy a house to become stable. Yeah. And then they're saying that they want to make it harder to buy a house. Yeah. So that you, the country will be to, more to stable. stabilize. It's like <laughs> it, you're saying all things. You're talking about both sides of your mouth. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, like there, there's very much this idea of you be, do, you do become, uh, if you make it harder and people do it. It just goes a little further. You're like, oh, these people are going to be able to cover the carry costs. They're going to be able to cover themselves when things actually do uh, get hard mm-hmm. because they're already there. Mm-hmm. They're already working on it. They've already gotten to the hard part. The hard part is getting in. Yes. And then after that, it's like, okay, now maintain. That's all you got to do is maintain. Well, that's I, – I struggled to buy my first house and I, and, and I, and I came up with the – 
when I when I finally sorted it out and got on the right track, you only have to figure it out once. Yep. You only have to get it together once. Yeah. After that, your your first house buys your second and third and fourth and fifth. Yeah. It it is. And that's just, that's that is just how it goes. You only have to figure it out one time. Yeah. And and if anything changes, you're you're halfway. You're just like okay, cool. I've got this. Yeah. I can learn it. Yep. And so just figuring out what, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't think that. No. No. Um, there's this interesting study I heard about where people would actually do, make smarter decisions based on having money. Like people that wouldn't have a lot of money yep. got money and then started making smarter choices because they were thinking about where the money was going or whatever. Yeah. Like not everyone. No. Of course. Some people, they like, oh, time to do crack. <laughs> well, just, most most people don't, right? Yeah. The, the, this, statistically, that would there's a group of people in Canada they get handed money when they are in their early twenties. Yes. And there's no there's no correlation of data between them being successful business people. No, I do know a few. I'm not saying I'm not saying. Yeah. But but there is no correlation of data to high payouts. Yeah. Yielding. High returns. Yes. Yeah. It's most. It's not well managed. It's just the way things are. Well, like you said early on, I go back to what you said in most 20 year olds are retarded. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you this. If you handed me a quarter million dollars when I was 20, I would have not done anything productive with no. it. No, oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even make it to motorcycles. No. Like back then, like if in my 20s. Before I, yeah, I'd, I'd be spending it on stupid cars, stupid trucks, or stupid things. I would have had a sea or something fucking dumb. Oh, they're so dumb. <laughs> they are. My sea boat isn't. You're, it's different. Yeah, it's clearly <laughs> it's different. It's a boat. It's a boat. Uh, <laughs> I can take my family. That was my... Yeah, your justification is yeah. this is not me by myself. Oh. Like, Well, that, the welder that got me to help him, Steve, I really... Because I was 20. I guess I'm speaking from personal experience. I wanted to buy a fucking CD. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I like, I'm, it. I'm making all my helper money and I'm thinking I'm fucking rich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to buy a CD. And Steve's like, what the fuck are you going to do with a CD, man? And it's like, I'm going CDing. He's like, I know you. He's like, you will get it out on the water one time <laughs> for 20 minutes, get bored because nobody else is around and you're coming home and that thing's never going anywhere. And it's, and he's right. It's like. Did you, you ever get a sea I've never even ridden one. I've ridden them. Uh, They're not uh, bad. No, not It's probably the most enjoyable thing ever. Nah, but I've never. It's not bad. Like, but we had like dolphins like jumping up beside us. Like, it's, it's, would it be fun here as it is in Mexico? I went, I did it in Mexico with yeah. dolphins. It's not fair. No, that's not fair. <laughs> Like, that's a, that's a, it's, it's like, like that's a movie. Fucking, I can't compete with a movie. My life isn't that. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's exactly it. It's like you get that and then bring it home and you're it's like, okay, this is, I'm bored yeah. by myself. You can only go in that line so many times. We're going places. Yeah. 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 Well, but they, they like do. Fucking s- prom queen and then being like, oh, time to go back to my regular life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do say you can do anything with a sea boat that you can do on a sea Really? Yeah. And it's now we it, had to test that this year. Well, we can, and I've done some really wild things in sea boats. I had a roommate that had a sea boat for a while. That's also another reason why I wanted one. It's like I I've driven them a ton. I have a ton of 
but I've like that I, and you can do this. I, I have done it. You can, you can do this maneuver where you're going like 40 miles an hour, throw it in reverse hammer, the throttle, dip the nose in the water and then put it in forward and punch it and jump out of the water with your sea dew. Really? Yeah, you can do this with the boats too. However. However, if you're not doing it with your kid. However, if it's three in the morning and there's two strippers in the boat and you're pissy pants drunk with your roommates, <laughs> you dip it a little too far oh, all no. the way. Oh yeah. Not, you don't, not far enough to sink the boat, but enough that it takes two hours to get back from the golf course, back to the boat launch at max throttle. Oh no. Water came out of the CD player in the morning. Oh, don't, don't do it drunk. So some people shouldn't be getting money. Yeah. Overall, opportunity destroys yeah, I was, them. I was in my early twenties, yep. and I was doing making poor choices, stupid money, poor choices. Yeah. Yep. So, but so we're thinking about poor choices, and then people who don't even know what a good choice looks like because they haven't been presented, and they come up to Port St. John where there's tons of work, tons of money, and again, they don't even know where to start. No. Well. Because they, and it's, it's, it has to, well, it is overwhelming because I didn't understand it. I was. You went to I, Cal Tire. <laughs> yeah. I was 20 years old and I didn't know shit about fuck. It's yeah. like, I, I get it. I was the, everybody talks about these dumb kids from Vancouver Island that shows up. I yep. was that, I was that dumb kid. They asked me, I got here, uh, is that your winter jacket? Yes, it is. I just got a new winter jacket. Yeah. And they're like, that's not a winter jacket, man. It's, like that's a jacket. Yeah. So it's, but these kids, they just don't, and it's very overwhelming. They don't know what a good choice and a bad choice is. But then then you have homeless, I want to get back to the homeless people that they brought up because these people are being brought here in the summer. Yes. And completely unprepared for, for what? Completely unprepared. They don't, they, most of them have never been to a Northern winter. No. When it sucks here, it's, it sucks horribly. No, I haven't, I haven't been out, I, I've been as far east as Lloyd Minster. Okay. So, but you lived in Ontario. And I lived in, uh, Gatineau and, uh, around Ottawa area there. But it still gets, like, it still gets cold there. It oh, still yeah. snows there in the winter oh, yeah. all the time. We, we get, um, something called ice rain where it literally rains in the middle of winter there all the time. And so it's, it's, it's warm, but it's cold, but it's a humid cold, you know, humid cold. Yep, yep. And so it's, it's, it sucks. So, so it's like all parts of Canada, like, but you, oh, so it's what, but you weren't, you weren't adequate, you've been through winter, but you weren't adequately prepared for Fort St. John. No. And, and, and speaking from somebody from Vancouver Island, it's like these homeless people were not, I wasn't adequately prepared. You weren't adequately prepared. I'll tell you this. The homeless are less adequately prepared than we yeah. are, and they get rounded up in the, in the summer, like you say, and sold the story about whatever. Yeah, you and can you can you can make it up there. Yeah, you can make it yeah. there. You'll yeah. make it. Everybody can. There's just there's jobs falling from the sky, and there is and there isn't. And there's yeah, you know. Well, you, if you're not willing to make sacrifice, if you're not willing to stay clean and work hard and show, show up, show up. Oh, do you know how gr- how far most of these people go if they just show up? You don't have to be talented. You don't even have to be nice. No. You just have to be, you just have to show up. Yeah. Show up, do the work. Just show up you and do You can be an work. asshole. Yep. Do the work. Just. If, if you do the work, people like you. Heck, you might even like people. You. They tried starting a nickname with me. It's like, oh, that's Prison Mike. I'm like, what? It's like you lived in Prince Albert. 
It's a prison town. You went to prison. I'm like, no, I didn't. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm letting it slide, though. I'm like, let's do this. And I started eating with a spoon, like everything. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually we're actually out of forks. <laughs> I have some. Kevin was eating steak with a spoon today. Oh, at your house, you have work. No, no, at work. It oh, works. really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Little... That's a prison thing to do. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I have some forks. Let me, let me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, and there's this thing of you can make it up here, if but, but having – I had something to start off of. I came up with a car, all my clothes, and um, at the beginning of spring, like I came up – I came to Fort St. John during breakup. It was the worst decision ever. I, my brother was up here pipelining, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, you got to come up. There's so much money." And this is like early 2000s, yeah, like or and 2006, it, 2005, and yeah, he was making really good money working up here. So I literally drove here from Quebec, and he didn't know about breakup either because he hadn't been through it. He hadn't no, been through it. He had well, no idea. Well, that's, and that, yeah, that was, I'd, I'd lived here. I'd worked at Cal Tire for two and a half or three years or something. So I, oh, wow. I'd, I'd heard of breakup. Yeah. But, but you're of, still working. Yeah. But I was still working. So I was like, it didn't really change my life at all mm-hmm. until I experienced it the, for the first time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is shit. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean I'm not working? Like, cause you get, you get in the habit of spending your money the well, way wanted, that, at, like you're working. Well, that's, I wanted jet skis. Yeah. I clearly had. Spending issues. <laughs> and yeah, so you get in this habit of like spending money. It's like, oh, I'll get jet eventually. It's it's winter right now. I'll be fine. Yeah. And you just work through it. But then the breakup comes and you're like, oh shit, I should have saved. Well, that's, yeah. I, rem- I remember it's just like, I, I was just wildly in debt at one point. Yeah. It, after one of the booms when everything crashed and I'm like. Oh yeah. I just need one more boom. Like, oh yeah. It just needs, I just need one more. It's just, I won't, like and I'm like, I just won't, just I just, and more, I will, I will, not, I will not squander one more boom. I will not squander <laughs> one more boom. Because I've been, like I said, I've been here since September 21st of 2001 is when I moved. Oh, you Central. remember the, like the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember the day, I think it was 2006 because I started working at Murray GM and, um, uh, Chevy yep. had released the Chevy Corvette Z06. Mm. And that's how I remember because yeah. I got to drive that. Nice. <laughs> I like cars. <laughs> I just, I remember because it was, I was just fresh out of mechanic school. Just yeah. right out of school. Yeah. And it's like, because I spent the summer trying to find work. Like I just, yeah. and then, and then I just like, I got to go. I like, there just wasn't a future. Well, but, and that's, but that's what it takes. That's, I get these calls from people. And they're like, do you have work? And it's like, I do if you live here. And they're like, well, I live in Edmonton. It's nice here. I want to stay. And it's like, well, I get very frustrated and, and my counterparts do too. It's like we, nobody's from here and we all oh, sacrificed yeah. a quality of life. It like, it, it hurts to breathe in the winter. It sucks here. Yeah. But this is the most money you can make and support yourself as a single income family. It's like. Oh yeah. My wife has never worked since, since having a kid, she has not worked. Because we're like, no, we're, we're going to make the sacrifices to make sure that she doesn't have to. And it's been tight. It has gotten really tight because yes. I'm making a lot of lazy de- lazy decisions to be like, I don't want to work oil field again. Because I got burned by them because everyone does. And yep. I took it a little personal. And I like beards. 
I like not having to shave because I think that working in the middle of the field and being clean shaven is retarded. You're not yeah. working around any gas. If you're in a greenfield site, there's no chance of gas to surface. Why do you have to shave? Yeah. And, and beyond that, and beyond that, so you have to shave in order to pass a fit test for a positive air mask. Yep. Well, one of the characteristics about positive air is it pushing the air. It's positive air means it's it's expelling it's air, air out. into your face. So it is impossible for yeah. that gas to then come into your mask. It's yeah, madness. it's like oh yeah, but it, it wastes less air if 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 an emergency happened it's wasting less air do you know what doesn't waste air panic or yeah. what does waste air panic. panic if somebody's panicking and they're breathing in one of those things they can have the best seal in the world doesn't mean fucking shit if you give me a beard and a and, and not panicking i'll take that any day yes i worked in safety and do you know what they told because i brought this up because i didn't want to shave yeah and they're and i said I, I, they're like well you won't get a seal and i said well, I'm, I'm a fit tester. I said, watch me. I said, well, yeah. I'll pass the qualitative fit test. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's because beard hairs are more slippery than your face and the mask be, could be more easily jarred off your face. Yeah. And that was. This, no, they're, they're just, looking for any excuse not to. I even asked them. I'm like, hey, if I pass, are you going to give it to me? It's like, no. No. That's what I, that's, I get, yeah. I, that, that's exactly where I was going with the whole. Yeah. I'll do this. Yeah. Uh, but but people are some people are not willing to do that. No. They'll be no. like, nope, screw it. I want to grow a beard or I don't well, want to quit doing drugs or, or I, I don't want to show up on time. Or I want, or even I just want to live somewhere awesome and they just want to come here and it's like Oh yeah. It's just, and just leech off the, the yeah, benefits. You, you have to you have to commit. Being here being here and being successful here takes a level of commitment. Yeah. And people aren't willing to do that. No. They're not willing to put in the work sometimes. No. But there's another side of people where they're like, hey, do you know what's easier than working? Stealing. And yes. just the the theft in this city. I used to work at a place and this guy showed up with a truck and trailer and be like, hey, man, is uh, the fill up in here? I'm like, we don't have a fill here. And you could just tell this guy was like, oh, you're greasy. Yeah. You're looking at trucks. You're looking at catalytics. That's all he was looking at. And it was just like something odd about him. I'm like, you need to get the hell out of here. Yep. <laughs> like, and it's, <coughs> and that was, that was, oh, four or five years ago. Well, it's the four last years ago. four or five years has been bad. It's this, I've been here for 20 years. You've been. Yeah, I've been here since 2018 yeah, yeah, So it's like we, you've seen, you've seen it and it was a rougher town. There was lots of assaults. Oh, yeah. There was lots of, like, alcohol-fueled debauchery. Oh, yeah. But this, there wasn't home invasions. You didn't, like, yeah. you know, most people didn't lock their front door. You didn't lock your vehicle until. Yeah. Uh, I do, yeah, until. For the last four or five years. Yeah. Heck, well, I, I got to stop saying it, but I used to not lock my bike. You could literally go up to it, turn it on, and ride it away. Because nobody, uh, nobody touches my bike. I'm like, anyone with the balls to leave their bike unlocked. With that being said, now that I've said it enough, I'm like, I'm going to start locking my bike. Too many too many people know. Well, I lock my <laughs> bike now, but I used to leave the keys in mine. Because yeah. there was... Nobody touches it. No, there was no... Yeah, I, I didn't worry about it. No. Now I'm, I'm starting to worry. I'm yeah. like, okay, what's, what's going... Why are we seeing this? Well, it's because people are not willing to do the work, but they got, they, they got experience from down south. Yep. They know what they got to do to get by. All they got to do is start breaking, like just start stealing it. Yep. Taking it. Doesn't matter. They don't want it. They weren't protecting it. Look, their window's unlocked. It's just. 
Yeah, well, that, that, and I think that, you know, that and our economies in a way, okay, so it is expensive to live here and <coughs> some of the things are maybe, you know, comparatively speaking, maybe our houses aren't high to other parts of the province. Mm -hmm. However, our gas is 20 cents a liter here more than it is in Edmonton. Oh yeah. And food is about, I don't know, I'd say it's 30% more. Oh yeah. It's quite, it's so... So uh, even a reason, you know, if it's like, if you're a young family, say you're, you know, a 22 year old guy that knocked a girl up a couple of times, you've got a couple of kids and you're 22, 23, 24. Yeah. And you're paying $2,000 a month in rent yeah. and you know, you're oil patching, but you're not making, you know, it's not, we're not. It's, I not, meet so many guys. And that it's are... like, then, so what do you do? They're doing shady shit on the side. So it's yeah. like, we're seeing increased crime rate because of. Just people trying to make ends meet yeah. in a dishonest way. Because one of the problems is that they know that these oil fields got money. They're like, oh, they've, they can, they can they, afford well, to they, buy new tools or yes, they can afford they, to do they, this. They, they, they view it as easy pickings. Yeah. And that's. Like, oh, it's just, it's just a cost for them. And, they're they're, gonna, and they're, it's a write-off. Yeah. Just write it off, GRE. Just write it off. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what a write-off <laughs> is? Yeah. <laughs> But, but, the, but that, but that is the criminal main time. They think that it doesn't affect these businesses. Now, yeah. but you know, it's like, we're a medium sized business. We're, we're a good sized pipeline outfit, but we, we were broken into last fall for the sum of $15,000. And I'll assure you that hurts the bottom line across the board. Yeah. Some, yeah. You got to hire let one less person or yeah. two and be like, Hey man, we just, we can't afford, we need to make this up somewhere. Yeah. Our guys need to work harder and we need to charge as much as Every, we like to, we got to make this up yep. because we, we have to buy this equipment again. So you got to, that, that puts the entire bottom line back and it's, it's not right. No. And it's only getting worse. We, we have night security and we've still been broken to the last two nights. That's crazy. Madness. I, I had no idea that there was ice security even, but I also don't go there at night. So no, I, just, I, no. <laughs> I have no reason to. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, yeah, the, but yeah. So, so it's like, bold. Yeah. It's bold. You want to, we'll discuss it. It's wildly bold. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That can be discussed later. Yeah. But the, the, the catalytics, the breaking into houses, it's. The, and the crime, people are getting shot here. Yeah. No, a, like I was saying, like the guy getting shot two blocks away yeah. and they turned right at that house that you're talking about. They took a right instead of a left there. If they mm -hmm. turned left, they would have gone right near my, my, somebody in my family's place, but they went right and like parked on the lawn of somebody else's house, hopped into a different vehicle and drove away. Yeah. He was a good friend of Travis's. Yeah. Did you know that night there were actually fireworks out in the sky earlier? I really think it was far more planned than they gave it credit for. Like, so- you hear fireworks and you're like, oh, no, the, the, there's, cool, there's fireworks. And then all of a sudden. That's, that's the thing that the scumbags have been doing in town here for a very long time. Yeah. And, and, and because and, nobody and, calls and, in fireworks. No. And probably likely they, they started two or three nights before. Yeah. Because, yeah. because what you do is you condition people to it, right? Yeah. Oh, I've been hearing fireworks. I've been hearing fireworks. Then all of a sudden. Pop, 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 pop. pop. And then whatever, people think, oh, think nothing fireworks. of it because it's been fireworks for almost a week. They were doing it three or four days before too. Of course they were. Yeah. That's how you do it. I had no idea. I thought, it's like, oh, what, that, that seems smart. But I, I remember that, yeah, a couple of days before they be, were just be, doing it. It, it. It muddies the waters. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really, I don't know who it was. I don't know who was setting off fireworks. I just know that there were fireworks. 
So many in the middle of winter not celebrating anything. Odd. (laughs) And yeah, this thing happened. And yeah, I was like, that's crazy. But that's the (laughs) stuff we see. But I know there's so much more out there because I used to be friends with cops and they used to tell me the shit that goes down. Did you, I, I read a stat, it made the papers, but it was like, it didn't in town or wherever there, there's like four, I think a person dies every week in Fort St. John. There's oh, that, yeah. there's that many murders. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. You, that's. And su- that's, suicide among males yeah. here is unbelievable. Yeah. It's like 50, four, I think four people <laughs> a week. I think the, <clears throat> the stat is like four people a week die in Fort St. John, which yeah. is, that's. For for a city of 30,000 or 32,000, whatever it is, that's a staggeringly large amount. I know somebody connected with the body retrieval. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're saying an unbelievable amount of people, like way more than they thought it would be. And it's not it, – it, it does not make the local news in nope. any way, shape, or form. Nope. Not, not online me- – there's, no, yeah. there's no mention of it at, Almost anywhere. It's, yeah. it's it's shocking. Yeah. And so, and then there's those people who get really mad. It's like these uh, Facebook pages, like what's up Fort St. John or, or WTF Fort St. John. And they're like, oh, it's all negative, negative, negative. It's like, that's some best news you're getting. If this is real. Yeah. This is stuff that's happening. But the thing is, it, gets, it might be again, somebody's truth. the water yeah. with people saying, oh, there's too many potholes or I don't know, complaining about something else. But yeah. I like, didn't get proper service at Hortons. No, yeah, you're not going to. Like, yeah. But. Oh, so look at look at this bad parking job. Yes, yeah. people have dualies here. They all yeah. suck at parking. Like, I'm I'm not over it. I but I'm not going to go online. No. And people are going online for that stuff. So when things actually go pop off, and they're like, oh yeah, there's a little bit of crime here, and you see it once in a while, but it's so it just it goes into the noise. It's so much more. So much more is happening here. It's it's like it's actually concerning. Yeah. And it's like, okay, how how much longer do I want to live in this in this city? Well, that's <laughs> even this province with the way BC is being run right now, where they're literally shipping people all over the place. The bail is ridiculous. You can't. There's no crime. Like they're not punishing crime. No, they're not punishing crime. They're 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 making crime. They're, they're enabling it. Yeah, yep. they're making things that were that were illegal less criminal. Yeah, like. Have we seen a decrease in in drugs or anything like that from this this legalization or whatever they call no. it? No, no, no. We've it's, seen just as much drugs. It'd be like, oh, you and, just took and off more. one. Now we're gonna now we're gonna push the other illegal ones because yeah. you're not we're not making any caught like you can't make money off weed anymore. No, even among the government, the government lost money selling weed. They're fucking retarded. <laughs> I have so much to say about that. Why it's the, it's funny because it's the only industry in the world where they locked all the experts up. Yeah. The day it was legalized, I went to go buy legal weed. I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. This is dumb to me. Oh, I I heard it was horrible too. It was, it was shitty weed. It was all dry. Yeah. And then, so I go in and I, the third store that was sold out by the time I made it there. Yeah. The lady's like, and then I'm, I'm, I'm upset. And the lady's like, well, aren't you happy with our progressive government? That got this legalized. And I'm like, if they were progressive, they wouldn't have. I said, all the information they ever needed was available. Yep. But they chose to jail all of the experts. 
Yeah. The people that knew- They're still in jail. Yeah, they're still in jail. The people that knew all of the information that the government needed were criminals and they were in jail. So nobody asked them. The information was there and available. Yeah. They knew- because then they're like, well, the, the Canadian dope smokers lied about how much dope they smoke. It's like, well, no shit. We've, yeah. We, yeah. Of course we Why? lied. You're the who, fuck. Who the fuck would tell the truth? It's like, hey, uh, how many laws do you break a yeah. week? It's like, fuck you. That's how are many. You, yeah. Like, are you retarded? I, you're going to ask oh. me about how much of this illegal consumption. This my, oh, my wife fell for one. I don't know if she fell for it. It didn't actually turn into anything. It's just like, oh, the RCMP are looking for a survey of people that don't want to take the vaccine or it's like cops against the vaccine and she's like, I'm going to sign it. I'm like, no, don't sign it. They're looking for dissenters. They're looking for people who are like, oh, these people are going to be a problem because they're not willing to do what they're told. I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to sign any, any petition surveys. I I ignore a lot of surveys. It's like, this is anonymous. Like, fuck you. It's anonymous. The the one that gets me is on Facebook and they're like, oh, what's your favorite childhood movie and what year were you born? It's like. Dummy, this is the, f- they're looking for this so they can fucking identity theft you, bro. Yeah. Because it's like, if it's your favorite childhood movie, it's like your fucking password and they can, yeah. they're hoping they can derive stuff from your life. Anything, anything at all. They can look yes. and be like, oh yeah, my favorite movie is this. Oh, what kind of first car do you have? Yeah. I love those. I'm like, oh, first cars. I think about first cars. Well, me too. I think about <laughs> all that and it's. I, but it's like I. But go, that, that the first car comes up on uh, on surveys and stuff like that. And it's like, but motorcycles don't. No. Like you you want to get real niche on a guy, be like, you show him motorcycle stuff. Yes. That's how you know it's fake. That's yeah. bots collecting information. Oh, that, I realized I was an asshole. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh. Oh. It was so good. Uh, this guy messages me. He's like, hey, man, are you, am I allowed to ask you a question? I'm like, yeah, man, what's up? I think it's one of my friends. Yeah. And he's like, can uh, you sign a, 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 a like, can you vouch for me on this race I want to enter? Like, vote for me. That's what it was. Vote for me. I want to enter this bike race. And I, I know this guy rides motorcycle, but motorcycle race. I'm like, no, this is this is a little sketchy. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. What? Just send me the link. And so he sends me a link, tells me what to do and all this stuff. So I message my buddy directly. I text him. I'm like, hey, man, are you messaging me on Facebook right now? He's like, no, it got hacked. I'm like, cool and so and i'm like uh i went back to him like hey man can you just do me a favor first he's like yeah and the first time i messed with the guy i messed with him for a long time this one i just had immediate fun with it and uh i'm like hey man can you do me a favor really quick and he's like yeah anything and i'm like go fuck yourself yeah go fuck yourself so hard i hope you have a dog and it gets hit by a car i hope you have cats and that you try to say they get sick get cancer and I hope they die regardless of how much money you spend to try and save them. Like <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, it's funny to me. Yes. Not everybody. But I was like, no, these scammers, these con artists, these, these liars. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. I blasted one. There's a lady sent me a fan request that I don't know, but I recognize her from a business she works in in town. It's a small town. Yeah. And then it's like, oh. And th- this message, I saw your name on a list and you're entitled to all this money. And oh. I'm like, I'm like, not only do I not know you, you work at this, p- this particular business, like, fuck you. Yeah. Right? And then they're like, no, sorry. It's like, you're just wrong. And I understand your skepticism. So then I, I cuss at them for a while. Right. Yeah. And they leave me alone because nobody wants to be cussed at unnecessarily. <laughs> and then it's like, of course you're not going to get, and they also don't want to waste their scam time either. Yeah, right? Like right. that, that, you know, it's a, it's a numbers game. They have to hit a lot of people. Yeah. So, but then like 
two weeks later, they come back. So I scanned them a screenshot of me calling them a scammer. Yeah. And it's like, it's gone on. It's six months every few, every few weeks. They <laughs> just in keep trying. I just keep sending them another screenshot. It's like, you're just trash, man. Yeah. And they, they just, I don't understand how you think that's a good way to make a living. I don't, it comes to the stereotypes. It falls down to stereotypes and because it's. Not, it's not about any type of person or anything or yeah. any particular group, but generally it's not, these scammers are overseas, Yeah, you know, not from particularly economically prosperous countries. Yeah. And they have this, I think that they feel that there's so much money and wealth here yeah. that the scams that they're pulling, it's like, it, I think they don't think about, oh, it's it's not a big deal. They just have so much money. Yeah. If they give me a couple hundred dollars, yeah. which changes my life, but it changes their zero. Yeah. Then, it then means nothing to them yeah. or they'll be okay. And it's like no big deal. And yeah. They if, th- if they fall for it, they yeah. probably deserve it. They think it's a, vic- they feel like it's a victimless crime, I think yeah. is what. And it's like, no. Like, no, it's like they just, they're not seeing... They, it's a stereotype and they're just, they, they don't have an accurate perception of what life yeah. is have, like for an average Canadian family. I knew a guy who believed that if you don't protect your things, like if you don't pick up your phone, you don't actually care about it. It's free to steal. He felt that way about things. Like just anything. Like if you put something, like if you leave something laying around, even if it's somebody else's house and you're at their house, yeah. like he just felt like, oh, you don't care about that enough to hang on to it. It was completely just like mentally retarded thought of this is completely justified because you don't care enough to take care of it. Yeah. Even though you set it down just for a few minutes. That being said, I never set anything down around them. I just heard about it and I'm like, that's a shitty way to think. And I know them. Well, I thought I knew them. Yeah. Uh, They're not here. They're nowhere. But still. I had a friend doing some training. He took a course and you got to buy, at the end of it, you got to buy one box of product. You got one box of product to take with you. Yeah. Well, they're all in this group chat and one guy's like, oh, I'm missing my, missing my product. And this other guy's like, oh yeah, no, I have two. And it's like, how could you possibly leave with double the amount? You know, you paid for, for one, yeah. you know, one unit of product or whatever. Yeah. And then why would you leave with two knowing you paid with one for one? Yeah. And it's like, he, because this is the thing that we're all people are just shitty people and it's like, well, it's easy, it's easy to take it and say, oh, I didn't realize or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to bring it back and you know that the company is just going to make it right and give the person that got jacked the, so it's like, it's a victim. Oh, it's no big deal. And it's like, but this adds up. It is, it's a thing. It does add up. But people, they don't see a face on a corporation. They don't see that somebody worked their ass off to make that corporation. Corporations will spend so much money to save a percentage. Yes. Environmentally, legally, like look at the cameras that goes into some vehicles and uh, look at the lights. Lights is a perfect example. Like if you have a building, hey, you can save 5% of your cost of electricity by changing out to these lights. It'll cost you this much to put the lights in and over the next five years, it'll save you this percentage. They'll do it. They will replace every single light in a building if it will save them a percentage. Yes. They're doing what it takes to save money, make money, and it's environmentally friendly too. Yeah. Like, especially lighting. Lighting is a perfect example of well, that because they last longer. They use less material. 
just better. They they do. But there was a time where that wasn't a true, where where the whole lighting thing was a huge scam. Yeah. Those, those spiral halogen bulbs. Yeah. It's like they were so much money that you, and not effective enough to offset the energy cost. Yeah. They never paid for themselves. No. It was like you were they were like nine bucks a bulb and they never paid for themselves. They never they, and they never lasted. Could, no, they didn't last and you could never even over its lifespan, you couldn't, yep. but now LEDs drop it by like 95%. Oh yeah. And it's, they it's, use it's, like it, no energy. Yeah. It's amazing. Everyone and the light output. To, yeah. The light output's amazing. Everyone thinks that, oh man, we got to conserve electricity. Oh, you can't waste it. Can't waste it. I'm like, waste? You don't know what waste is. We wasted before. Yeah. Those, what are those bulbs called? The, uh, the incandescent. incandescent bulbs. Yeah. They use so much energy. And those how, like if- Shops like we work in an industrial. Yeah, the, like the, there's halogen burning lights that go in your roof, and they burn. They burn hot. Yeah, like they, they. That's energy. Yeah, that they, is they, energy they, being expended. Shop, shops in more temperate climates use them as that's their heat. Yeah, they don't have a, like yeah. forced air furnace. They just turn on these lights. And, yeah, and they just do the job right yeah, there. You yeah. don't need to do anything. No, extra. you don't need supplemental heat. So these these corporations, and, they're looking at that because it. Be, we spend, I think, I was told our power bill, I think our power bill is about 30000 a month. Whew. So you got to think, Lights, you know. computer, you got a lot on computers. There's a lot, you know, there's just a lot. We just, you know, any, but that's, that's the better part of three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah. Well. Or well, half a million dollars by the end of the year. If, if, if the shop is connected, then you're still using the electricity for the, uh, for the welders and stuff like that too. So. Yeah. Unless they're, unless they're outside like diesel generators. Well, I'm not, I, I'm not certain if that includes our fab shop. It yeah. must include our fab shop. That's, yeah. I hope so. That's. Uh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's, that's $400,000 <clears throat> a year in just power. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but it's just a business. It's just a business. Yeah, we can steal from them. It's just a victimless crime, and it's like it's just not. No, it's not. It's just not. You would think that oh well, they're going to spend product over here, which boosts up this business, is, which is going to boost up and the people making you know that stuff. It's like yeah, but somebody has to like somebody's suffering. Yes, and it, and I can tell you this: be it's not always replaced either. Sometimes it just goes without. Like yeah, like. If, if we don't, you know, if you're in a, if we're slower and we don't have a lot of money in our budget and there's not a lot of access flying around. Yeah. Well, we're not replace. We're not these, to replace these, product. No, because like we get hit a lot for Milwaukee tools yeah. and we're not, we're not, we're going to replace something that's some, like you need the one inch stuff to, to tighten it for, to yeah. make it, make it efficient. But the smaller stuff that you use the half inch impact on is just a luxury. Yeah. In, you know, until the last few years, everybody just used ratchets. Yeah. You, and you really do well, you think of time. It's it's yeah. a cost, right? You're it's thinking the difference between time and, and and actual efficiency. If you're only using it once in a while, take the time. Take the, you the, don't need if everything's one inch, yes, you yes. need to save time. But but not if, when it comes to like quarter so, like you're really wasting time. Well that's so that's it sometimes doesn't get <coughs> replaced and then <coughs> <coughs> Guys are going without or whatever, and it's yeah. It, there's an effect. There is a ripple effect to everything. And they're going to be like, oh, well, maybe this place doesn't care, or they'll be like, fuck this place. They're not even yeah. willing to like. This is and then it might cost deal. the employ the employer, an employee who's like, well, yeah, why don't I have all these tools? It's like, well, scumbags keep stealing them, and you're dumb and don't lock your fucking cabinets. Yeah. 
That does happen a lot of like there's so many tool cabinets. I keep nothing in my cabinets. I'm like, I don't need to. There's nothing in there. <laughs> no. That's if you give them something to steal, they will steal it. Oh yeah. It, and most of the time it's not always a crime of like malice. They're not like looking to hurt anyone directly. They're looking for opportunity or they see an opportunity. That's all it is. They see a door open, a window unlocked, uh, a place they can crawl and they do it. Not a, not no desire to do any harm. It's just the fact that it's an opportunity. Yes. And so it's, it's, it's really unfortunate that people, they're like, oh, it's not a big deal because they left the gate open and it's, it's not yeah. right. And it's not right. And it's, we're just seeing more and more of it all the time. And I don't like we've, and I don't understand we've built this new police station in town. They do all of these things, yeah, but they didn't include like a multi-million dollar. I don't even know how tens of millions oh, of dollars. So much. So much. It's almost but, scary. It looks police state. It's, it it's does. terrifying. And it, but it's, and, but they made it like visually appealing. And yeah. It's, it, it shouldn't be. It's a police station. Yeah. And, but we didn't, we spent all this money on a police station, but we didn't get any additional police. Yeah. It, oh, they're sending them now. Are they? Yeah. They're sending a bunch of cops here. It's going to be more cop city than anything. It needs it. Yeah. Yeah. It, need, it needs it. There's yeah, so much stuff. Yeah, they, they imported the crime and now they're importing the, the cops to deal Yeah, well, you, you have to. It's like yeah. you created the problem. You also have to provide the solution then. Yeah. It's, I hate, I hate that these people want to live down there too. Like it is nicer down there. Well, it is. And it's, yeah. well, for, it's easy. It, you can die without, you can die in the cold here. 50 yeah. below can kill you. Yep. And you don't have. 30, like tw- 25 below, below can, can kill a guy. Yes. And you don't have the provisions to deal with 25 below. No. It's not, you know, they brought all these people up here, but they didn't issue them Helly Hansen jackets and no. boots. Yeah. It's like, certainly people probably got some frostbite, some of them, because oh, they yeah. didn't know about. They're not allowed to stay, they're not allowed to stay in the shelters all day. No. And if they're drunk, they're not allowed in. And if yep. they're this, and it's certainly, you know, sobriety is an issue. That's what got you there in the first place, likely. Yeah, most of the time. I I say it all the time. Alcohol is one of the worst things for people. Yes. Like if you can't manage it, if you can't have a beer, if you can't stop after one and and you just become abusive with it because you got nothing else going on, it it leads to other things. Yeah. It is the gateway drug. It, it you know I do you know what I think the gateway drug is? Hmm. Nicotine. Nicotine's really? actually Yeah. Well, nicotine, because nicotine's a drug. Yeah, that's yeah, that's established. But what's the what is the first and most common thing in the schoolyard? Oh, smokes. People mm-hmm. start smoking. Yeah, smoking, and then they start smoking, and then they drink. Yeah, I that's I think I think it starts adolescent. I think smoking's the gateway drug. It's funny because I never got into cigarettes. I just never quite. And I tried one <laughs> back in the day. It was like this guy's like, "Hey, you want to smoke?" I was at a fire, and I was twenty two. And yeah, somebody offers me a smoke, I've had a few beer, not a big deal. <coughs> and then, uh, and, and I'm like, he's like, oh, you smoke? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I tried it, finished one, I'm like, I'm good. And I've never had the desire to have another cigarette. I'm like, it was just horrible. Oh, they're gross. Uh, I, do. I miss smoking in ways, but I don't. I smoked for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, just... been, I probably haven't smoked in 15, but I smoked from when I was a teenager until... Into my thirties, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I never. 
Yeah, I like a. I, uh, I had a cigar the other night. Uh, I like my tobacco pipe, but not like you don't inhale that. It's about the flavor, about yeah. the smoke, and all that. So, well, that's yeah. I'd quit smoking, and then I got into pipes. I had a couple pipes. Yeah, but then I started smoking again. Yeah, so I stopped. And even then, I'm I'm such a wimp. <laughs> I, I, if it's cold, I'll be like, I'm good. I, I have no desire to go. Like, yeah, you don't have a problem unless you have to do it in the cold. Like, yes. I enjoy my pipe. I enjoy my cigars. I will wait until I have an environment where I can go and smoke that indoors. Yes. And I want to be comfortable doing it. I want to be comfortable doing it, yeah. Yeah, I'm soft overall. <laughs> I'm a softie. Yeah. And, and people that go outside in the middle of winter and just, like, to smoke, I'm like... It's ah. a, I see that at 50 below and the smokers are out there and it's like, you need that. Yeah, you... you, you you need that. I don't understand it. I really, I do my very best to not need anything like yeah. that. I, I don't want that, that kind of vice in no. my life. No, that's excessive. Yeah. That's funny. To me. To me. To me. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. A lot of guys, there's so many people, especially in the oil field, like they were like, oh, you smoke? I'm like, no. nope. And they're like, you're going to want to start. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm 39. Yeah. If I haven't had to smoke by now, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think exactly. I can go the rest of my life yep. without having a single cigar- cigarette. Yeah, yeah, you're not missing anything. <laughs> yeah, I really don't think so because it costs. How- I don't understand how people can afford it. Holy shit! It's twenty dollars a pack or more. And how many do they smoke a day? One, two, sometimes. Well, some people smoke a pack a day. Yeah, I smoked a pack and a half a day when I smoked. Wow. But the, but it's like you could buy a carton of cigarettes for fifty bucks. It was so it was. Yeah, back then, yeah, 50 bucks time. for a carton. Yeah. But imagine if you were tri- trying to do that now. No. Oh, man. Pack it, that's 30 bucks a day. I worked for a guy that smoked a carton of cigarettes a day at one point. Really? He smoked 200 cigarettes a day. He would light one in the morning, and then he would light his next, ci- he would just keep lighting one cigarette off the next. No. That's so much. 200 cigarettes a day. Uh, even fi- okay, even fifty bucks. Okay, we, we were having this discussion earlier about um, eating your paycheck, essentially, yes. yep. where people that shouldn't eat out all the time are just doing. That's their way of eating. They don't cook. They're like, well, that, oh yeah, that's well, why, I cook once in that's a while. Like but that, I, yeah, I was saying that's why we do freezer meals in my house. That's what yeah. I live on when I'm here because I can't afford. Yeah, and these people think they can. They're like, oh yeah, I'm, I got no dependents, or oh, I'm living here or there. I'm like, you are literally eating your paycheck. Yeah, like you're losing so much. And I know I went for sushi with my wife last night. That, that that's like a once a people go out for dinner month, yeah. once every two weeks kind of thing. Uh, I say once every two weeks because it's been good. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working my sack off, and uh, it was Valentine's Day. Yeah. So one time was we got a good paycheck, and my wife wants to go out for dinner. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I worked my sack off. We're going out for dinner. And this, that was a, what it was. Yeah. And then it was Valentine's Day, and I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to go for dinner. It's fine. It was, wasn't was a big deal. And for some people, they're like, oh, you just go. like, that's it? I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's how you really get ahead. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I got crucified the other day because what would you get your wife for Valentine's Day? <laughs> I'm like, I sent her a fucking text. Happy <laughs> right? Valentine's Day. We're, she's coming to town. It's family day weekend. She's coming to visit me yeah. while I'm working. Yeah. So we're my brother's going to watch the kid and we're going to go have dinner. Yeah. That's, that's. That's awesome. Yeah. We're like, not. It doesn't. I don't know. 
I don't. Maybe Some I'm cheap. Maybe this, I'm not romantic. It's just okay. It's I don't a Hallmark say it's holiday. Just a day. It is a. It is literally a Hallmark holiday. I'm not trying to disregard holidays because the more that I think about them, the more important I think they are. Yeah, because they otherwise, are. you're just working to die. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, better not. Well, well it's just another day. Okay, go work through Christmas. Oh, it's just, it's just another not, day. Okay, don't know. Don't just take your years off. Sundays, man. Yeah, people. Ju- it's just another day. Sunday is just another day. Okay, just work seven days a week till the day you die. Yep. Fucking, if nothing matters, nothing matters. Then stop caring about your life. Stop yep. caring about time off. No, yep. it matters. It does. So it Valentine's does. Day, it matters, but don't don't. Try and make it out like, oh, if you don't celebrate it on this day, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, you need to be doing more like it's a, no. I, yeah. They're like, are you going to buy your flowers? And I'm like, I'm fucking not. They're just going to die. Yeah. And today they're three times more money than any other day yeah, of the I'll, year. Yeah. I'll pick them up tomorrow or the day yeah, after the day when day they're after. half dead. <laughs> and it comes back to like you were saying before, if I have to do something, I probably won't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, you need to get flowers today. It's Valentine's Day. Well, I'm probably just going to go the opposite direction because I'm not good at, <laughs> you have to because. Yeah. I hate you have to because, because yeah. I said so. Yeah. And it's really hard as a dad because sometimes you're like, kid, right now I need you to do this. Not because I, not, not because you need to understand because I'm asking you to. Yeah. It's like, because I said so of a new generation. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you, one day you'll know, but right now you just yep. need to do it. I say told. that all the time. You just need to do this for me. You might not like it and you might not understand, but I do need you to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they fight. I'm like, I don't care. It's like, yeah, but no, I don't care. Oh, uh, yeah, but's the worst thing oh, you can I say. Oh, I hate the yeah, but's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I hit my sister. Yeah, but she hit me. It's like, oh, but who hit, uh, but, uh, but she hit me. Yeah, but she hit me. It goes back and forth. I'm like, who started? It's like, they don't even know. No, they, they don't just even know, know what they're they fighting got, about. No, they forget. Yeah, because it wasn't. It didn't actually matter. No, it wasn't important. And that's why I'm like, you just need to stop, chill. I don't, I'm not going to get on your level. I know some of these parents, they get on the level of their kid. I'm a, no, I'm, I'm bigger than you. I'm yeah. going to talk to you like I'm bigger than you. Yes. <laughs> I, I own you. <laughs> I saw this great comedian. He was like, he was like, uh, I'm trying to instill good values in my daughter, what she wants to look for in a man. But simultaneously, I need to tell her to shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> She's like, if you don't come over here and clean these goddamn dishes... You're grounded. That is the way a father can speak, but not a husband. <laughs> I'm like, I relate so much. Because <laughs> I, I want my kids to never be treated like that by, an, by their spouse. Well, simultaneously, right now, you need to do your part. <laughs> yeah. Do your fucking chores. Right. It's, it's this, this is for your own good. This yep. is going to make you better. Yep. Oh, trying not to raise hobos. It is tough because overall children are lawless on their own. Oh, they're chaos. Lord, uh, you've heard, you've read Lord of the Flies? Yeah. It's, and don't think that it's not that way. Some people are like, oh, that's not actually true. It's, no, just, it's, it's a fictional book. They did tests. Yes. They did plenty of tests. There was this one test where they got a bunch of kids at camp <coughs> and just left them to their own devices. They're like, okay, your kid, camp is over here. Your camp's over here. And these kids became like, somebody got killed. And they became tribal and yeah. they started fighting with other camps and there was ways and uh, the uh, uh, tribal ways of doing things. It's like, oh, if you get hurt, you say nothing and you get back to work. Yeah. Like you don't bring the tribe down. The tribe is trying to get something done. You go along with the tribe. They had to stop this study because it got so out of hand. <coughs> there was a reality show called, oh, what was it called? I just had it and I lost it. Weed. 
of the colony <laughs> called the colony and it was, okay. it was filmed in the early 2000s and it was exactly that they they put people so the first one and they didn't it predicted covid before covid was a thing oh really oh yeah so it's like <coughs> there's this disease where the, nobody really knows how you get it and you're just yep. dying and you don't like, even know you have it yeah exactly <laughs> and that's it was it was covid yeah and they were doing this mock simulation and it was like they had four city blocks in LA that had been deserted or whatever and it got tribal fast people are and it's a it's a simulation they you know people knew they were going into this or whatever and yeah. it was a mock drill they knew it was fake and they were still so, just they, bought they, in but people degenerated that quickly oh, that's it's crazy you should check it it's wild it's like it was i watched it remember how we talking about the 15 minute cities or whatever it yep, was yep edmonton has a layout now they they're active in edmonton they i have all, no i had no idea yeah, how yeah, far we t- it had gone oh yeah that's wild it's it's 6 hours away it, yeah and there's people buying into it thinking it's a great idea. And oh, right now it is. Well, I can't wait for the hunger. The rest of the world is going to be like watching the Hunger Games happen. <laughs> oh, I know. It's such a- <laughs> You'd be like, this is our reality. It's like, dude, you just drive an hour, get out of your zone. <laughs> and it, I, I could, you know, look at, like, look at the rivalry between- We are just Fort talking St. about tribalism, John, right? Like, between Fort St. John and Dawson Creek. Oh, yeah. And- can you, and it's free to travel there. People, it's like, there's this stupid thing. And for the longest time I wouldn't, I actually never drank in Dawson, but I wouldn't go drinking in Dawson because you're just going to get beat up because yeah. you're from Fort St. John. And it's like, yeah. I actually think that that was a real thing yeah. for a long time. So can you imagine, and that's in a f- free society with free will and all of these things. And, and we're yeah. always seeing a tribal nature in that microcosm. Can you imagine when people are actually locked down and they're actually asking for permits to get in and out and they're yeah. being denied and this and that, the tribalism and the hate and the fear, it's going to yeah. breed between you and your neighbor is yeah. wild. Oh, and the, the, oh, the class, the classism, the, yes. the, I can get a permit. Oh, I know a guy, well, that, I can get it. And it's stereotypes. Cause you're going to think it's stereotypes in the grass and it's going to breed. The grass is only greener mm-hmm. because, cause it's, certainly you're going to, most of your needs are going to be met, but not all of them. So you're going to assume. Yeah. Well, that next door, well, oh, if next door, their, their mountain's a little higher, so they're warmer and they'll be able to grow more vegetables. So they're more plentiful in food. Yeah. And you're going to make up this whole dialogue. Maybe is true or maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's colder and it, it doesn't grow as well because yeah. it's more of a tundra and you style. And it's like, no, it's not, grass is not greener. And But you believe it is because you don't have a proper understanding. Mm-hmm. It's this Well, that's what they did in Russia. Russia, they were shutting down everything. Like if you ever came from Europe or whatever, yeah. it's like, oh, you saw real freedom. We need to isolate you so that you don't spread that idea here. And they put them in gulags and stuff like that. Horrible, horrible things that they did there to isolate and make sure that these people weren't communicating with other people. That's... They actually wanted less people in their gulags, but they were like, we have too many people to put in them. So they just started cramming more and more people because they would have isolated them more if they had the opportunity. Well, they... They, they, there's recent evidence of that in the fact that the Russian government bought all of the McDonald's mm-hmm. and, and still calls them Donald's, but, yeah. but has like cut off the franchise from them. And pe- now of course, health standards or whatever, people are dying Yeah, and it's, 
it's one hundred percent maybe beef. Yeah, That's what it it's, it's <laughs> like it's like no, no, anything wrong the Russian. It's like oh, it's fine, it's fine. No, it's still McDonald's. It's Donald's, and they're like, no, it used to be McDonald's. No, 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 no. It was always Donald's. It was always like this. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you you read eighty four, didn't you? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, it's dangerous. It is a slippery slope. Yeah. That I don't think everybody's that, but 20 year olds, like the, like if you're like a man bun wearing millennial. Oh yeah. You were, bu- why, what do you mean? This is fucking awesome. I never have to go anywhere. Yeah. You mean I don't have to drive a car? That's deadly, man. This is the best thing ever. 15 minute cities rock because their yeah. worldviews are so they're, fucking. They're supported by real workers. They're yes, support, or, like that's cute and everything. But you're, 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 you could not do that without us. Yeah. You're just not seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. You're, you're seeing a, uh, your bubble is so small. Yeah. And I, I couldn't imagine making my, bu- that's like, like I said earlier today, oh, you're a flat earther and you haven't been past such and such point. Yeah. yeah you don't. You, you haven't, haven't experienced enough of the world. Yeah. And you have to. Yes. And, and, this, you, but, and you have to actually expand it. Yeah. I think that Goodwill Hunting is a great I, is a great representative oh, of that. What a great when he's like, when he's like, yeah, you've read every fucking book in the world and you know everything, but you cannot tell me what it smells like in the Sixth Sistine Chapel. And it's like, yeah. you're Robin Williams was right. It's yeah, like that's a great movie. Yeah. I, I remember um, Matt Date. Well, no, what's the other guy? Ben uh, Affleck. Ben Affleck in that. He's like every day, I show up to your place and I pray to God you're not there. Yeah. And it's this idea of just getting out, yep. like really, like actually getting out. And if you haven't actually done it, it doesn't matter how many books you read. No. It doesn't matter how educated you are. It doesn't matter how much you think you know about that culture. If you've never been, like you can't, you can't. Like Quebec, Quebec is a perfect example. A lot of people rip on it, especially from here. Yes. And because they like, fuck Quebec. I'm like, yeah, but you don't know. No. You don't know. And, and the thing is they have a, they have a pretentious attitude towards the West as well. They do. I had it. They, my stepdad was French yep. and uh, everybody in my family went except me. I refused to go because I had a negative yep. attitude towards it. But it's like my, my mom came back and everybody came back and the idea, you know, uh, all, almost everybody in French is bilingual and everybody in Quebec is bilingual. Oh, nearly a lot of all them, of yeah. them. Yeah. And they're, they are more educated in that sense. And it's like yeah. they, the but West does, I don't know. It, but... They, they think that while simultaneously you're taking it, you, you have this asymmetric inside of one culture to another. And it's like, oh, we know more about them than they know about us. Well, we're just different. We have two different cultures. You have yeah. a, they have a lot of history. They not do. taken away from that. Well, simultaneously, you, we're, we're, we're striving for the future. You're still living in the past over there. Yeah. When all you think about is, hey, we got history. We got history. We got history. Um, it's time to move on. Yeah, that's great. You like, can have all the history keep, in keep the, the world. History. Keep it. Yeah. But don't think that makes you anything better because you're still living in that past. Yeah. We still have to live in today. Yeah. Today still has to happen. And I, and I find history super important. That's why yes. we talk about Russia and, yes. and 1984 and because these. If not, history will repeat itself. It's doomed too. Yeah. That's, that's happened time and time again. Yeah. That. So, yeah, we need to just have the travel, get around. And if you ever get a chance to go to Quebec, it is gorgeous. It's Yeah. Beautiful. No, I, there's... I just, every year I say I'm going to do it and I don't think I'm going to get to now, but 
we had a friend that was living out east and yeah. and I'd planned for the last five years to ride out yeah. in the fall. That's, that's a hard, hard. Right. And then I, so my plan was to ride out, leave my bike, winter it there, fly back in the spring, grab mm-hmm. my bike and ride back in the spring. And yeah. I just had, that's I, a hard throttle to twist. Like that is, <laughs> yeah. Cause once you start that trip, it's like, all right, I'm going. Well, that's, that's and, I, and I'm wildly unprepared. Yep. I'm not prepared. I am, I know I am mentally not prepared to be in like Ontario for three and a half days. Yeah. And I, and it is almost that long to drive all across Ontario. Yes. Ontario sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Quebec is near as bad as from what I understand. Uh, only in the North. Yeah. Like Northern Quebec, like what the Ben did from uh, Quebec City to like Newfoundland, Labrador, like that yep. through there. That's a fucking harsh, harsh ride. Like you're not, you're not seeing a lot of the scenery. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. It's just a harsh ride. All right. Um, yeah. Crime sucks. Yeah. Stop it. Hackers mm-hmm. suck. Stop it. Stop being a dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Every time, all the time. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's just call her. Yeah. Cool. Later guys.